my pump in the morning. Smell! You know that gasoline smell? The whole hill. Smells like... Victory. Happy Thursday, guys. Ha ha. It is Thursday, February 1st. When you are hearing this, well, I suppose that's the minimum day it could be. Right? You could listen to this anytime you want, but not before Thursday, February 1st. Although, we're recording it before. Yeah. We're recording it on Business Wednesday. It's not something you have to explain. Oh, really? In that <laughs> level of detail. Yeah. I just wonder how, like, if we're allowed to just say whatever we want on February 1st, but we li- literally said it on January 31st, how does that... Yeah, I don't know, because, I mean, that did come up in a court where we were. Where they were asking us questions about Yeah, but you recorded this thing. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, but we didn't release it. Asshole. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Like, okay. Hey. Sorry, Gigi's G- here. Gigi's my here. bad. My bad. My bad. We my don't need bad. to talk like that. Okay. My bad. Yeah, it's not that we're worried about those listening. We're worried about Gigi. We're worried about Gigi. And uh Gigi. Is that your real name? It, 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 that's there's, there's no, no no that's that's not a real name. It's not a real name. No. Okay. That's what my doesn't mean uh, great grandma. Yeah, that's what. Uh, You're not old enough to be a great grandma. Grandma. Yeah. Okay, because we had a Gigi that was great grandma, or at least my cousins called her Gigi, and I never put it together until uh, it took me a while. <coughs> she was our she was our great grandma. I think I can say this because I don't think that they listen, but uh, my. My ma, uh, my mother-in-law goes by Gigi for the kids, and my father-in-law goes by Saba, which is actually the Hebrew term for uh, grandfather because he's super stoked on Israel. <laughs> okay, does he? He does not want a ceasefire. I don't think so. No, I think <laughs> okay. he wants to Let's keep rolling. Promote fire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They've they've actually been to Israel multiple times. Okay. Yeah, so Saba is the uh, the Hebrew term for grandfather. Is that on your bucket list? Go to Israel? You know what? It's actually beautiful. It actually is, but they didn't actually go there for like to go see the beautiful parts. They went there to go see like the wall. The wall? Yeah. I'm not familiar with the Israel wall. Okay, well, that's the cradle of civilization. So. All right, go on. It's where Christ was born. So you say. Okay, well, no, like, literally, that's where he was born. Okay. And there's a wall there? Why would they there's build a, a wall? There's a wall. Yeah. There's, there's... I thought Christ was welcoming, and he wouldn't want to put up a wall. It's, it's not that type. It's not that type of wall. Oh. Mexico Oh, it's like a yaw wall. It's people it's like put on... Yeah, so yeah, they, they visited they, and put her photo on there. Yeah, with, like, in a bathing suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just because that's uh, exactly what it is. 
even if you're from Israel, you, you need cheese. a little strange now and again. You no need doubt. To, no doubt. To look around. Well, we are not, uh, based on, I think there's some context clues here. You you say, well, why is there uh, somebody's grandma uh, in the Dragon Den? Why are they w- with you high atop Dan's garage? We're they not are not. A, no, we're not high atop my garage. No. They're not. We're not. Yep. Hell, we're not even in Texas. No doubt. We're somewhere called Oklahoma. Yeah. And we are on uh, our little remote tour. People have been booking some remotes. By the way, I just want to like bang a quick 20. Yeah. The Western Wall has a 4.7 Google review rating. <laughs> like, who's doing that? Somebody's like, eh. <laughs> uh, Is it like the gum wall in Seattle? Uh, you know, I haven't seen that. You've never seen the gum wall? I've never been to Seattle. That's surprising to me. I know. Yeah. I think you'd love it. Thanks. Isn't that weird <laughs> when people say that? Like, you, oh, you would, would love it. it. Mm-hmm. I always feel bad doing that, too. Like, um, we have a guest on later that will relate to this, uh, but uh, Matt Brunig, mm-hmm. you know who he is and, and w- the way he is. A uh, good friend of ours and uh, just one of the dream teamers, an all-time dream team lawyer. Yep. For all your labor law needs, <laughs> we suggest Matt Brunig. That's right. But I was telling him that he had to watch Nathan for you. Like you need, you have to especially, and, and really it is kind of like Nathan's very much like Matt Brunig. Yeah. And uh, he's like, well, I don't watch it. And I'm like, you have to, you have, and, and then thought, what am I, I'm making this guy, like who yeah. am I to say, you've got to devote 30 hours of your life to uh, this show Yeah. to watch all the episodes. Cause uh, he should, but I should just like recommend it and then leave it at that. Instead of like, be that pushy guy. Yeah, and but I mean, I'm going to make him go to France. So the same kind of applies to us being pushy about uh, really Brunig. Like I would suggest, if you get yourself into a legal bind, find an autistic lawyer. Okay. <laughs> I never knew that before. They're unrelenting. Yeah. But when you drop a, that, uh, it's up to you. You drop that thing of toothpicks on the ground, and he kind of counts them immediately. Yeah. We took him to Vegas with us. It yeah, was great. Counting cards. Yeah, I mean, because we, you know, we need income. Sure. So he's very good at that. Take your lawyer to, to Vegas week. But we are not in Texas. We are not in the Dragons Den. No, and I was telling someone. I was telling a friend of mine. I uh, was talking to on the drive up here. I said, uh, we're on our way to Oklahoma. We're doing uh, the 690 Roadshow and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, when he signed off the phone call, he said, well, hey, remember, uh, stop at the on your way back. Stop at the border and rinse off. Okay. Yeah. Get the Oklahoma off you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I said, that's not funny. I'm going to talk to our native Oklahomans here or yep. the people that uh, invited us. Uh, so the people that invited us. That's what keeps Texas from falling into the ocean. <laughs> the people that invited us are uh, Because very... Oklahoma sucks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Caitlin like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we should mention we're also on the vid today. Yeah. If, if you're listening to us and you're saying, hey, what, what, what's the scene look like? Well, we have a hot video guy. We traded out normal video guy. 
Upgraded. Uh, who's been uh, with us for the past five or six videos in a row, and we, uh, yeah, we needed some beefcake on camera today. <laughs> no doubt. And so uh, that is Michael, yeah. who, who the ladies love, the guys love, everybody loves Michael. And uh, yeah, he obviously um, set us all up here. So this is uh, video number two this week. Isn't that weird? Are you allowed to do two videos in a week, Jake? Perhaps you are hmm. on February 1. Very, very interesting. <laughs> Are you just eating beef jerky? Yeah. So on brand. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how you get caked up. Yeah, right that's there. how you build that, build that body. So where are we, Dan? We're at the... I guess I don't want to diminish him by just calling him somebody else's uh, father-in-law, right? Uh, this, is, uh, this is the abode of the great Carrie Mounts. Yeah. Carrie Mounts is a uh, guy we've known for a long time. Well, he's known us for quite some time. We yeah. haven't known him for as long, but we then got to know him because uh, we met a guy named Dominic Robinson. Yeah. I did uh, when I went to visit Clemson years ago to see my daughter in the marching band. And uh, Dominic Robinson DM'd me on Twitter he uh, and then I didn't know who he was, and he just said, "You want to hook up? I can get you on the field at Clemson." And I thought, "Oh, okay, that'll be cool." So I end up meeting him. The long, very long, good story, but short is that uh, met him and his son Deuce, who it turned out Deuce was a junior in high school at the time, but a uh, five-star prospect. Would you call him a five-star prospect? I think most. How many stars? Rating services would call them that. Yeah. Okay, correct. that's yeah. as many as you can get. Yeah. Correct. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Whatever yeah. the amount of stars you're allowed to get. Yeah. He's, He's got he them. had yeah. all of them. Yeah. And uh, we actually went and met with Dabo Sweeney in his office as he was shaking hands, and I met him, Dabo and his wife, and he gave us the pitch on uh, going to Clemson and. I had just met Dominic and Deuce, you know, minutes earlier, and he's like, "Oh, this is Dabo, this is my friend Danny." Hey, Dan, and he's he's great. I'm ready to play for for uh, Clemson. Dominic was or uh, Deuce was not. He ended up, of course, going to USC. Sure, and he probably would have gone to Oklahoma had Lincoln Riley stayed there. Yeah, and uh, anyway, so yeah, uh, his grandpa is Carrie. We've gotten to know his uh, his uncles as well, Uncle Paulie and mm -hmm. Uncle Nick. There you go, both. Cracked open the Dommy lights. And, uh, yeah, so, so and, we're and, at and, Kerry and, Mounts' ranch. Yeah. There's cows, there's land, there's lots a lot of, of land, cows, there's and a lot the of land. starry skies above. Yeah, and I hope I, I hope I don't offend anybody by saying this, because we're probably going to have to be here for, like, three more hours. Um, but what Kerry did was the most amazing thing you could possibly pull off, which is just having your daughter marry a super athletic black guy. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Why would you have to put the race in? Couldn't it just be a super athletic guy? What if well, your daughter the, married Luca? Well, there aren't. That'd I be mean, pretty they're, sweet. They're like that's like a ninety ten split. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, like, he's like, what if his, she married his, Pudge? His, his retirement is basically paid for. Like the kid. The what kid, if your daughter? The kid is going to go in the first round. Pudge is like sixty. And he ends up marrying your daughter. When she's like 18? Yeah. Are you on board? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. It's Pudge. 
I would rather it be Dominic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I've got one of my daughters is probably uh, got her eye on Deuce because they're more of the the same age. Okay. Yeah. Um, Good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, she moved on from Bronny, if you remember. Yeah. She used yeah. To, you, you were previously trying to hook her up with Bronny. She used to be after Bronny. And, yeah. Um, then he got the Vex. Yeah. The heart thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how, how stable that's going to be. Plus, uh, why a one sports star? Yeah. No. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> yeah. Deuce. When you could go two. Deuce obviously was also in that Clemson trip. After the game, we hopped in a uh, golf cart, went over to the baseball field where the baseball coach gave the full court press on, hey, why don't you come play here and look and at know, all these former major, or current major leaguers who went yeah, to Yeah, for sure. And I know we've said this before, but like he is legitimately like the most grown-up kid I've ever met in my life. Like he is so He's more grown up than anyone sitting here right 100%, now. hundred yeah. percent. All four of us. Yeah. I don't even understand. He him. is like the most mature, just nicest, kindest dude that is six six and two forty. And I've asked Dominic too, like, okay, because my daughters also can present, like uh, Ava, for instance. Yeah. When she comes over to babysit, don't you feel she's very mature? She, Way different than she is whenever she's trashing me that's behind what I'm my saying. back. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, it's like, I remember we went over there once. Uh, was it dinner? No. B- baby Maybe a birthday. birthday something, something like we that. Gave yeah. a pre- and then once she got in the car, she's like, oh, finally, I can just say stuff. And then she started going nuts. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. And does, does Deuce do that? It doesn't seem like it. No, that's what Dominic said. He's like, yeah. no. Even on, like when we. Shout like, out to Carrie. Like, you think that's um, genes? I don't know. I mean, people raise you right. That's that's a cool thing. You're bl- blaming me then for my daughters. I and I, I'm also blaming my grandparents and my parents. Yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. But let's, he he just seems awesome. Let's give it to uh, Rathman to the Mounts family, <laughs> and we'll give it to Rathman. And uh, yeah. So on today's program, we do have some sports for you. This is Jake's last official day of the week. Because he's got a day off tomorrow. Tomorrow, which is Friday, everyone. Remember, Friday yep. is tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Um, today's Thursday. Gotta like I told that. you guys yesterday, like this is easily the trip that I've been the less, pre- the least prepared for in my life. Because I didn't plan it. Is it with the wife? No. Oh, okay. So, because your wife plans a lot of your trips when you go with her. But if it's the boys, you always plan. Correct. Okay. Yeah. She plans like international. Um, I typically plan the boys, but this one I was just like, I yeah, I'll go, you know, whatever. Well, I thought and part of that was like just showed up on me. I thought part of that was like you liked you want what you want. Exactly. It's kind of like I will go. I'll go do the shopping, not because I'm get, really cool. Yeah, it's because I want certain things, and you will buy like the not name brand or something. Yeah, I uh, I get very upset when the boys buy like Totinos. I'm like, you know, for three dollars more, the pizza roll. You don't like those? Uh the Totino's pizza is not good. Oh, the the pizza pizza. Yeah, not yeah. the pizza rolls. I'm like, Dude. I like the Totino's pizza rolls. Is Greg going? No, this is not a Greg. Dang, prankster Greg trip. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. And I don't even I don't even know if I can still snowboard at all. Oh, you're a snowboarder. Why'd you say it like Christopher Walken? <laughs> Snowboarder. Um, I don't know. I just, I, you said skiing trips. So I guess I just assumed you were skiing. 
No. Snowboarding's harder. No, it's not. That's what I've heard. I can't ski. You know what's the easiest is sledding. Yeah, you just, just sit on it. Right? You just sit there. Yeah. And then crash into a tree or something. I've never snowboarded. I have Why skied. are you both saying it's so weird? <laughs> We're just putting <laughs> emphasis on the snow. I have, uh, <laughs> I've, of course, used to ski at, you know, Holiday Valley. And yeah, with, with Pops. Boston Mills. With your father who doesn't Man, want you. I thought yeah. about Ski Club a lot yesterday. Yeah. No. I'm with you. <laughs> I think you a lot of people ski did. Ski Club. You, just you being in Ski Club. That's just really weird. Yeah. No, I mean, because you kind of like try to put off this whole like, I grew up poor. Yeah. I grew up like, in Ohio. A latchkey kid. Nothing is given. Didn't know my dad. Ohio. Didn't, yeah. Well, those things are all true. Yeah, but you were in Ski Club. Well, yeah, but I wasn't doing anything else. <laughs> okay, well, that's a pretty good start. Okay. Well, it, it certainly was not a break the bank type of thing. I didn't say sure I grew up poor, but we think. certainly didn't, uh, you know. It was a different time, Jake. Okay. Poor meant something different. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But yes, um, I certainly did have a lot of dads, and none of them, none of them want to. Want anything to do with me now? You know, thanks. It, no grandpas, what, what, no grandpas, no dads. Yeah, but go yeah, ahead, yeah, just keep, okay, keep yeah, bringing mine up the died, scoreboard. You no yours. You know what is kind of weird though? It's it's kind of weird that as famous as you've gotten, thank you. None <laughs> of them reached out. Like biological dad, like hey, I think I need to get more famous. And that way, you're kind of like LeBron for biological dad. To reach out. Like you never hear anything about LeBron's dead. You he alive? Hear, uh, I mean, he was definitely alive at the beginning. Because I'm aware of the Shaq dad situation. Are you? Uh, somewhat, yeah. That he like, was... He was yeah. actually raised by his stepdad. Correct. And once he yeah. became Shaq... It was like Shaq, in, the, in the military or something, right? Then his real dad did reach out like, oh, Shaq, and you're that's at what LSU, you're... Uh, hey. Breaking backboards? Yeah, and, and and he didn't want anything to do with him, I think. And that's what I'm saying is that, like, yeah. you're famous, and your dad Ish. is still never... Well, maybe this whole podcast thing will help. Yeah, you're on YouTube now. <laughs> yeah, we're on you. Hey, did you see um little uh, listener response? It said we're, like, moving up the rankings on the Apple podcast. Have I you seen that? I did see that. I did see that, yeah. That's huge. How? I don't know. Like, I guess people are loading it up. <laughs> is that, is that well, that's cool. <laughs> loading it up? Yeah. So if you uh, <laughs> if you want to support your boys, like now I realize why people say, hey, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe, yeah. Like it's always like, yeah, whatever, man. Um, but apparently that does help us in some way. Yeah. If you actually subscribe. Yeah. Now, I don't have to tell you that you don't need to listen to every second, but subscribing is great. Subscribing and downloading is it, it helps the numbers. Yeah, according to Ginny, we're <clears throat> top sixteen already, right behind first take. Okay, well let's get some hotter opinions and maybe we'll get uh, we can Jump find em. that. Yeah, yeah. Fire McCarthy. The Cowboys will never win. <laughs> you don't even have a. You're the cat that just got out of the house. With yeah, <laughs> I'm just thinking of. Reasons, uh, but I can't because they will win. They're going to win big. In fact, I think that's part of our program today because I believe Jerry made some declarations. Mm. Um, also, part of our program today will be we're going to check in with Dominic Robinson. 
he of Deuce Robinson fame, mm-hmm. and he's in Hawaii right now. And we are also have a guest booked to talk about uh, some real life news stuff. Liz Brunig. But I have this, if you care. Just a little. It's time to answer some of today's viewer mail. See what we got here. Got a bunch of birthdays. Um, Let's see. From Josh. I've stood. uh, It's my birthday. I've stood near Jake while he smokes cigarettes. Another one, Blake. Maybe this is but good, enough, good enough for a shout-out. But Jake didn't smoke a cigarette with him. No, but he was near Jake, and they were both smoking cigarettes. Okay. Don't you feel like okay. you're kindred spirits in that way? Yeah. yeah, I do. He said, more importantly, Blake's uh, based on Blake's analytics note, I think there's a good chance I'm the listener who lives closest to Nebraska. I live in Colorado. Um, if there's a uh, Nebraska-sized hole in your listener map a week from now, I'll make the drive out there to download your show <laughs> just so you all can close that box out. That's Josh. That would be big. Yeah. And I think that's very nice, except I got plenty of other emails saying, hey, wait, I live in Nebraska. I'm loading you guys up. What's going on? What's up with these analytics? I think those are Patreon subscribers that have not watched a YouTube video in Nebraska. Oh, okay. You were basing it all on YouTube then. Yeah, those are the analytics I was talking about. Okay, because we have a lot of... Well, now we have the Apple podcast platform, and we have the Spotify, Spotify and the Overcast. <laughs> We're so bad at this. <laughs> Austin Pryor, longtime listener, first-time emailer, age 35, leaders Tommy Maddox, Blake Cantu. Tommy Maddox, uh, L.D. Marshall Bell, Henderson. Blake Cantu, transferred from L.D. Bell to Southlake Carroll. How do you know this? And Marshall Henderson. Marshall Henderson, oh. L.D. Bell. Yeah. Okay. I know this because I grew up in the mid-cities. Request. Blake to figure out my subscriber number. I signed up after the Akash episode where he said something that wound up in court. That did happen. Yeah. He also wants you to figure out Tyler Sagan's war and have inter-sport war games with Jackie Robinson, Ernie Banks, and Nolan Ryan. That's a really weird... Really weird request. <laughs> Austin Pryor. Tommy Maddox. You met him, didn't you? I believe so. Yeah. He's been a guest. Started a uh, Super Bowl. Did he really? I'm pretty sure. Boy, I'm going to call foul on that. I, I'm saying Tommy Maddox did not start a Super Bowl. Was it Neil O'Donnell? Yeah. That sounds better. Okay. But you said it with really good... He had a nice little career, though. We'll we'll take your word for it. Day one DF. Uh, I'd be honored if you wish my wife... I think he uh, has a typo. Michelle Person. But uh, his name is Peterson. So, Michelle Peterson, happy birthday. Okay. I would have waken her up in that special way, but alas, I am not a Red Wings fan. Good God. The gallery like that. The gallery did like that. We still don't have a view in Nebraska. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
She listens when I have her trapped in my car. She pretends to be annoyed by the presentation, but seems to be engaged and enjoying it while crushing candy. Her leader is Jake's pegging kit. I don't. I don't have a kid, so. And Blake's wife torquing that nipple ring out mid bang from Michael Peterson. Some of that's right. Some of it. Not all of it, but some of it. Oh, here's one that's not a birthday. Dear Dan, let Jake know he is 100% spot on about UT not being ready for the rough and tumble SEC, as evidenced by what happened to them earlier this year when they went on the road to Alabama and got slapped around (laughs) so hard that they won by double digits. LOL. We get that the horns down thing is dumb, but let's not pretend they're SMU or something from Matt. Hmm. Okay, Matt. Email us in a year when you're six and six. It means he has to just subscribe for another year. So I like that. I like that. That's plan. exactly what I was doing. Yeah. So we mentioned yesterday that uh, Brian Hendrickson Venmoed us to get around some of the Patreon fees. Okay. And that opened the floodgates. So we've had a lot of subscribers Venmo us for various things. Oh. Uh, Is it like when Ham used to Venmo me one dollar on my birthday <laughs> for a corn dog? <laughs> yeah. Jeff Venmoed us ten bucks for Pizza Friday. Okay. Yeah. Preach. Preach. Uh, Aaron sent us uh, some money for some coffee. Five bucks for some coffee. And uh, Nathan Brown sent us a dollar. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. I got an email that somebody PayPal'd us something, but we don't have a PayPal. Yeah, we'll have to f- we'll have to figure out PayPal. But how would you have PayPal'd us if we don't have it? Do you just put in someone's email? Probably. Huh. But yeah. Maybe I'll just pocket that then. Had some fun. <laughs> <laughs> had some funds roll in. Ethan Levins, 50 bucks. Boy. Arthur Bravo, 70. We're living it up. <laughs> but all that to say, thank you for the Venmos. Tommy Maddox did go 7-3 uh, and 1 in tw- uh, 2002. So I wasn't totally wrong. You're going to die on this hill? The Tommy Maddox hill? I mean, probably the most successful quarterback from the DFW Metroplex. Who else would it be? Gallery? From Stafford. DFW. Stafford. Yeah, that's a good one. But outside of that? Baker? He's from Austin. All right. Well... Hey, thanks. Great point, Jake. Yeah, well, I don't know that it was in in, in the end. Do you have any other uh, things you want to empty from the bag before we slide into Cowboy? Um, We do have Cowboy of the day. Not really. I did want to tell you uh, a brief story. I don't know if... I try to not be like too much kid story guy because okay. I think it's annoying to people. Um. But we gave my daughter a piggy bank. You know, it's just a little whatever. You, you're you probably fairly... Yes, feels under- like an antiquated notion in this day and age. Because you, like, you don't have coins. Yeah, I yeah. used to have my daughters yeah. roll my change. and Yeah. That would, that would be a thing we'd do together, and I'd give them a, a cut. Yeah. And yeah, now when would they get a coin? Don't know, but... Uh, 
looked in there uh, two nights ago, and there was a $20 bill. Okay. And, uh, you know, we said, where'd you get that? And she said, I took it out of Dad's wallet. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. She's about the exact same age as little Eden when she did that, like, took a, a five from her sister's stash or something. Yeah. And, and we did that exact same thing and kind of had to explain to her, well, no, you just I was can't. like, well, you stole from me, you know? And and here's the weird part about it. I had like $80 in my wallet. I rarely have cash, but I just, for some reason, like, I don't know if it was... Strip club night? Strip club night, yeah. yeah. And she knew to just take 120 just put it in the bank. Like, he won't notice if there's <laughs> one gone. <laughs> I guess so. I was like, babe, where'd you get that? She's like, I took it from your wallet. Okay. So we had to have a conversation about uh, the concept of theft. Yeah. No, I remember because my daughter was like <laughs> almost crying when we told her like it was wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, look, I'm just trying. We're just explaining it. It's not because it's just the weird thing is it's a little piece of paper. I know. Right. Yeah. Like it's, explaining the concept of money. It, which why is that piece Forky of paper? Forky tries to do. I don't know if you're in the Forky Toy Story Forky? Era. Forky's from, I think, Toy Story 3, 4. Gallery doesn't know. Why is that piece of paper different than this piece of paper? Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, it's because that says 100. Yeah. Oh, really? She just So I can get more stuff with it? Lifted it, put it in her bank, and was like, I'm like, well, <laughs> where'd you get this? She's like, I took it from you. And... uh because there's nothing in that piggy bank. There was nothing else in there, no. Yeah, was, like, hey, well, you a... gave me a piggy bank and you gave me nothing. <laughs> yeah. I need something to put in it. Right. So why don't I just steal it from you? I wonder if those, uh, I wonder, because remember we used to do, we did a segment before on the eradication of the penny. Like, why don't we just get rid of it? Yeah. Yet it's so important to the economy for some reason. I wonder if it's still the case. Um. Yeah, that's a good, that was like 10 years ago. So I don't really know, but I would imagine that we are approaching the point where the production of the penny is worth less than the penny. The penny, yeah. But yeah, dude, we are in a uh, we are in a a a serious inflection point on the disciplining the child point. What does that mean? Um. Yeah, I think you know, and I I don't want to get like too specific because I don't want to like blow my wife's spot up or anything but i think you and i are both like guys who uh we we've punched holes in walls yeah when our moms were yelling at us and i'm just like dude we just can't get mad at the kid and and we're like that's so yeah that's a uh to me that's a when you hear about Let's just say you can get really dark with a, a cycle of abuse or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but they, they were abused, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Somehow and, and, and I've who gone. Who knows? Like nature, nurture. I have no. Yeah, idea. I don't know, like, but I've gone yeah. away. F- I don't understand that because I think, man, if that happened to you, wouldn't you want to be sure not to act like that because you hated it? Yeah, I just I can't. But maybe it's also learned to be. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, but it's just yeah. She's 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 tough. And I just don't want to get mad at her, like, ever. Even when she steals $20 from my wallet and puts <laughs> yeah. it in her bank account. Because, yeah, her, her 
Her brain you know, is her brain. Yeah, kids are idiot. They literally are. They're they're not. Smart. <laughs> they are the dumbest people on earth. Yes. Like when you're teaching them three plus seven, you should understand they're they're yeah. not smart. Yeah. They don't know anything. No. They're uh, morons. Like and imagine how dumb I am and how dumb you are, and then like make it like five percent of that smart. Right. Yeah. We're like <laughs> to them. We're Einstein. <laughs> yeah. Which is why it it sucks when they get older and they kind of realize you're a fraud. You know. <laughs> That's like, very this true. This is the person I've been <laughs> respecting revering? my whole life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't do that. Look at this dumbass. <laughs> Look at <laughs> These guys are loving it. Yeah. All right. From the wonderful world of sports, radio sports, scoreboard. So we have some Jerry stuff. We do. And I'm not the one with that stuff, so I don't know what you guys have. Do you want to set it up? or This is from the Senior Bowl. I had no idea uh, why he was even talking. I don't think it's the Senior Bowl. I think it's the thing you're doing. No, it, it's at the, at the Senior Bowl. Is it? Yeah. Because the East-West Shrine Bowl is tomorrow. In Frisco. Yeah. yeah. And I, I thought that's what this was. Oh. I thought I saw a little way to be on top of it. Yeah, how are we doing on the, so far on this segment? Uh, guys? Not great. <laughs> not it's great. from the East West Shrine Bowl. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, which Jim, makes sense. He's making a little FaceTime there, right? Yeah, and he does this every year. The Senior Bowl is where he does the bus. Okay. You know. Um. But it's a weird time because, like, this is—I I don't remember him talking after the Green Bay loss. Do you guys? Yeah, he did. Did we play it? Yeah, because he quickly said, I'm not real sh- – we're going to talk. I don't have any problems with my coach. We're going to talk. Like, right after the game. Yeah, well, this is definitely did. the first time that he's talked since uh, they put out the announcement that McCarthy's going to be back. Right. Yeah. So, uh, we'll just play a little bit of this. It's Jerry, and he looks so old. Well, he is 80-something. Yeah. What, I mean, he's pretty might old. as well be president, yeah. right? <laughs> um, so I'll play a l- little bit of this. Well, I'm, uh, uh, I know how to disrupt uh, and understand disruption. And uh, uh, I think that uh, the nature of what we do with our roster decisions, uh, the fact that we're here uh, looking at uh, help, if you will, for – this coming year. How do you feel like this is going so far? Do you feel like he said anything at all in these first 25 seconds? Um, I love it. But yeah, Here at no. The senior Bowl, uh, the fact that we have free agency opportunities, he the fact that he did Senior Bowl. Some, he did say Senior uh, Bowl. Really uh, uh, substantive decisions to make on our roster as it pertains to, particularly influenced by the salary cap. That's enough disruption for me. If I, if I, we get through all of those decisions, there'll be a lot of disruption. What does any of that mean? And yeah, the Senior Bowl is this Saturday. The East-West Shrine is, quote-unquote, today. Mm. <laughs> so is, is he saying that there will be a lot of changes in the roster because of the salary cap? Well, the weirdest part about it is like they're going to bring back every single person that they have that they want to sign outside of like maybe Pollard. 
So what are the big changes you're going to make? This team is going to look exactly the same next year as it does right now. Like what are the big free agents on the market anyway? Well, I guess there is like like some defensive linemen that you could possibly go look at, but you're not going to have any cap room because you're going to make CD the highest paid wide receiver. You're going to make Micah the highest paid edge rusher. You've already made... Not yet. Micah's not up this year, is he? No, but they'll do that this offseason. If not this offseason, the next, and, you know, they have to plan ahead for that. Yeah, but when you do that, don't you backload those contracts and then that yeah, first and I guess year that's can always look for, really low? For extending Dak, right? Yeah. Because there is, like, talk of, and I don't know, it's all smoke, but Stefan Diggs not happy. Could you make some kind of a deal and... You end up getting adding Stefan Diggs to this thing. That certainly would be a disruption. Is that going to help you? Um, yeah, if you had Stefan Diggs on this team and not Michael Gallup, but everything else was the same, that wouldn't help you. Man, I feel like if you, if if he wants to come tackle the other team's running back, that would help. Okay, so that's what you're more concerned with. They yeah. were down. They didn't have any points. At did they have any points before halftime? Yeah, yeah, it was twenty-seven, seven, right? Okay, they got one. The Ferg. Here he is uh, on McCarthy. Well, no, no, not necessarily, but uh, certainly uh, uh, he is in the final year of his contract, so he's under contract, so we didn't have to really do anything at all. And uh, the idea of uh, renewing a contract uh, uh, doesn't necessarily happen at all uh, right after the last game. It can happen at any time. And so uh, 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 that's kind of a, uh, a, a wrong signal to send that there's not uh, more future than just this year uh, in uh, 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 the uh, uh, picture. So uh, uh, I think uh, uh, that's, uh, that's the case. I think I'm comfortable doing it this way. I know uh, Mike is comfortable doing it this way. I bet he's not. Uh, I bet he is because let's say Mike McCarthy lost his job. He is going to be highly sought after. He just won 12 games in uh, three years in a row. I bet Mike McCarthy is quite comfortable. All right, I'll go into this last year. It's not like I need this to, you know, it's not like I Cliff Kingsbury or something somewhere trying to just, well, let me get that extension. That'll be great. That way I'll know I'll be – like, he's he's fine. And he might not mind leaving. <laughs> That's probably the best point, yeah. Um, But it was funny just how he was wording that, like, oh, it's, it's not the best thing to do it like this, but we're doing it like this. And, like, multiple times they signed Jason Garrett ahead of the time when his contract was supposed to run out. Did they? Yeah. Okay, because I know – Obviously, at the end, they didn't fire him. They just let his contract run. Yeah, they they milted him. Okay, I didn't know if they... Or he's like, yeah, I'm just in the basement. I didn't realize they extended him. They did. I know they do with players. Yeah. Way too early until Uh, it was Dak's turn. Speaking of Dak. Well, I think uh, you can look on all three phases uh, and see that uh, we've got room for improvement. We did some good things. Uh, I'm going to be uh, generic when I say this, but uh, uh, we need to run the ball better. We need to stop the run better. Uh, I like the way that uh, uh, I thought Dak was excellent uh, in his 
uh, passing this year. <laughs> that's his job. <laughs> yeah, that's that's his job. He so. is the quarterback. <laughs> I thought he made great decisions uh, relative to, as to uh, uh, when he did decide to use his legs. Uh, so uh, there were a lot of pluses uh, in that area. Uh, do we have room to improve it with the uh, uh, receiving routes, running game? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the routes like, could be better. And the running Let game. Let me show you an example. Receiving. Let me just get yeah. down here, and I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna run you a crisp route, <laughs> and you do that. Yeah, and then you cover me. Yeah. All right, here, Kyle Shaw, come here, cover me. Uh, do we have room to improve it with the? Uh, uh, receiving routes, running game, blocking <laughs> schemes, all of that we can improve upon. But the big thing is uh, we all know there's room for improvement. But uh, the thing that I would emphasize more than anything is that uh, uh, Dak has room for improvement and not just the scheme around him, but Dak, uh, Dak can improve. That's a big plus when you've been playing the game seven years and you've uh, by assessment, uh, have some uh, room to get better in. He did this year. I expect him to do it next year and the next year. Okay, is that a big plus? Is it a big plus if you're saying, that's a really big plus if a guy's played for seven years and you're like, boy, you're not really as good as I think you could be. <laughs> yeah, you're 30. Yeah, like. All I, that is right there is just negotiating. Yeah. All that is is saying, like, you're not good enough. So we're not going to pay you like you're good enough. At least to me, that's the way it reads. Yeah. Well, and you know how that ends up working out. You just pay him. Yeah. He, <laughs> you just pay him. Because yeah. they would love – I mean, they got a – he did great with his uh, representation. He did. Todd France has done a phenomenal job. But at the beginning part of that clip, I think Jerry likes to play catch up a little bit. You remember he was trying to do the two tight end thing when New England had been doing it for a little bit. Yeah. And I think he sees Detroit and San Francisco. Well, they like to run the ball. Yeah. Let's run the ball better. Yeah. Well, that's what they entered this season saying they were going to do. But it's just the last thing he saw. Yeah, but... He, I, he, he's he's ultimately just the type of negotiator and the type of businessman. And look, he's been extremely successful. But he's just like the type of guy who like the last person who told him something cool, he's like, that's it. Yes, and that's been since I've been here. Yeah, watching the team closely. Yeah, um, I think I remember it with. It's kind of like the um, Michael Irvin stuff happened. You know, the hookers and cocaine that that stuff. Yeah, that, that like part. And no, it was Randy like, Moss. Yeah, I don't want to draft Randy Moss. Yeah, and then Randy Moss is great. And then it's like, uh, okay, you know what? I'll draft Des. I don't care. Like, <laughs> like it's just whatever the latest thing is. Yeah, yeah. So I, I agree with that. Yeah, you get, you see some teams get into the Super Bowl with a good running game. You know, unless I can get them a Mahomes, and I can't. Yeah. All right, last one here before we go to uh, some serious talk. Dak has done nothing to change my mind on okay. uh, any uh, promise for the future. I think I said in the deal that right. we'd go as far as Dak takes us right. in the playoffs. Remember that? Right. Remember that? I'd go as far as Dak takes us. Right. How do you feel he played? And that's how far we went. 
Right. So, okay. oh, my point is that doesn't change a thing. Okay. Well, we'll go as far as Dak takes us. How, how do you feel he played against Green Bay? You may have just said it there, but how, how do you feel he performed against the Packers? Well, I think that uh, we, as a team, uh, laid an egg. And that's not uh, 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 specifically I want to say it and respond that way. And uh, you can start here. And I'm not trying to be magnanimous or anything, but you can start here and you can go all the way down the line. Uh, that was a uh, that was a bad day for us, and uh, manifest and created a lot of uh, uh, scrutiny on days long before that and long after that. What do you say? That's how, what kind of day it was. And so it'll be an impactful day. We'll we'll do things that. Uh, honor the fact that we didn't play well against the Packers. What? I guess what he's saying is they're not just going to sit, I guess, on their haunches and just kind of go into next year the same, but they really don't have any mobility. So based on that, that's why I was seeing headlines. That they're all in. That said Cowboys all in. Yeah, and he doesn't really specifically say that. Okay, I was waiting to hear that. Yeah. Like we're He may have used that term like later in the in the clip. But, but he kind of did allude to uh, you know, not we're not worried about satisfied. the future yeah. and all this and yeah. like we're worried about now. But yeah, it's they don't have much they can do. Yeah, again though, every every year you see certain teams, you're like, oh, they're up against it. And then all of a sudden, they have enough room to do this or that. Like, it feels like if they wanted to, they could. Or even the Rams a couple years ago. Wasn't yeah. that when people were saying, boy, they've mortgaged their future for this one year? Well, now they're back in the playoffs this year. Yeah, I mean, at some point, you got to pay for the groceries. You know, the bill will come due at some point. But, yeah, I mean... In the short term, you could probably figure it out. All right. Well, yes, we do have um, a guest to get to. So why don't we pause for a moment? The Dumb Zone. Gentlemen, most of you did not know me when I had the use of my legs. I was strong and proud and arrogant. Now I wonder every hour of my life why God put me into this chair. But when I see defeat in the eyes of my countrymen, in your eyes right now, I start to think that maybe he brought me down for times like these when we all need to be reminded who we truly are, that we will not give up or give in. Mr. President, with all respect, sir, what you're asking can't be done. President. Head back, George. Get back. Do not tell me it can't be done.
You're listening to The Dumb Zone. Hello, hello. So that was totally... They totally fabricated that. From what I can tell, that did not happen. Yeah. So I I never watched that movie. I've always just heard it's a bad movie. Oh. That's what I've heard. That's It did very poorly. It was it a did. box office dud. Really? I thought Big it was time. great. Yeah, you were 10. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and... Probably didn't help. So one of the the key scene you're saying in the movie is FDR stood up out of his wheelchair and said, "Let's go to war," and everybody's like, "Yeah, we'll do it," because you stood up because you got polio. Yeah, he was asking for a very risky mission, and they were like, "President, it can't be done." And he said, he stands up and says, "Don't tell me it can't be done." And it was and totally fake. You heard it. Yeah, the music rises up, and then bam, they're doing it. Yeah, don't you think if uh, he could have stood up? He would have stood up more. Yeah. <laughs> like, he probably would have done that all the time. You know? He probably would have walked. <laughs> For that matter. Joining us now, maybe you could, if you're viewing, yeah, you can already see that we have somebody tapping her foot, saying, why am I sitting here? Why have you made uh, me wait so long? But if you're listening, then you don't know that uh, Liz Brunig is sitting there all mad. It's uh, the great Liz Brunig. Yay. <laughs> Liz, you don't know it, but I love you. I love your podcast. It is my one <laughs> must-listen podcast every week. If I Thank can only get so to much. one thing, I will get to Liz, Liz and Matt's podcast. And I call it Liz and Matt's because uh, let's be honest, right? <laughs> yeah yeah this is where the magic all happens we're in the podcasting dungeon yeah so so the great liz brunig you may know her uh you know as matt brunig's wife but uh most people know matt brunig as liz brunig's uh, husband uh he, this is also just to refresh everybody's memory a long time ago i found some audio that was the philadelphia 76ers Locked on. Podcast. Yeah. And it was the day before September 11th, and they were remembering September 11th. They didn't and, forget. And he was really talking about his memories and just what a sad time that was and all that kind of stuff. But as you may know also in the podcast world, um, sometimes live reads will happen. Yeah. And sometimes you. you kind of integrate it so it seems part of the show. And, uh, well, once Liz and Matt listen to that same podcast on their podcast, mm -hmm. and here's the audio. I mean, the fact that you see kids, 20-something now, never even knew their family members. You know? Mm. It's tough. But let me tell you something that's not tough. Okay. Not tough at all. And I'm talking about direct TV stream. What? Right? What? <laughs> Don't what? cover your mic. Oh my god. You sound like fake Norm. You know? I wouldn't, I wouldn't pull this level of obscurity if it wasn't that high, high caliber. 
what happened there? What on earth he went into happened his, there? He went into his live read of his sponsor, DirecTV Streaming. Okay, okay, okay. All right, no, that's not that's not reasonable. That's not reasonable. The funniest part to me about that is that they were playing that in a ticket promo. During the time that your husband was defending us in a lawsuit against that company. <laughs> well, her laugh? They used her laugh? Yeah. <laughs> I would just be in my car like, yeah, I don't know if you've put all this together or not, but, you know. I, I, like, I like to use that as a transition um, when we're talking about something serious. And you then, know it's not you tough? Know, I, I go, yeah, you know it's not tough. It's not tough at all. <laughs> it's not tough at all. Move on to something else. <laughs> so Liz doesn't belong with us. No, not at all. We uh, we don't feel comfortable with you, Liz, because you're like a real person who's, uh, <laughs> who's who does real things that are important. We goof around uh, generally. Liz was a writer for the New Republic, the Washington Post. Hey, we've been in there. Compost. Uh, the New York Times, and now writes for the Slimes. the Atlantic. I don't have and, one for that. Um, in fact, Pulitzer Prize finalist for an article in the Washington Post, which I did not know about. I mean, I knew you were, but I had never read that until this morning. Um, funny. Funny no, article. Oh, no, no, no. 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 I read no, the wrong it's, thing. it's not in a comedic vein. <laughs> no, not not funny at all. It was actually just really depressing and sad. Um, but uh, I read that this morning, Liz. It was unbelievably great. So oh, I, I think the Pulitzer guys, at least ma- naming you a finalist, got it right. So uh, if they needed my endorsement. Oh, uh, thank you. But probably should have gone with you for uh, the overall thing. You haven't read the others, though. I did not read the others. They may be have fair. been better. To be fair. Yeah. That's true. But uh, we actually uh, had you come on today. I actually have heard you talking. I think I heard you talking with Matt, um, what, a few months ago about... Was it the same person who was recently executed by Alabama? Kenny, yeah. The, who survived an mm-hmm. attempted execution by lethal injection. And I've always thought, just to keep it a little light here, for to start at least, if you survive an attempted execution, shouldn't you then You're at least... You're done, yeah. You, yeah. You, okay, yeah. we'll keep you in prison for your life, but... Yeah. Bravo. Somehow, you know, whether it was our fault or that you're some kind of a superhuman. You get to live. Yeah. Yeah. But no, they they didn't do that. They just attempted a different way. But was that the one where Matt was staking out the the entrance to see who was there and all that kind of stuff? That was the execution of Jimmy Barber, where we actually found one of the executioners. Um, And Matt was going to follow you know, based on other executions, we had kind of determined they were bringing in the executioners on an ambulance um, uh, to preserve their privacy and not have them use their personal vehicles or anything. So Matt was waiting outside the prison in an area they usually designate for protesters, um, watching the road to follow any ambulance that left because that would take us right to where the executioners were. Um, But he got hassled by the cops um, and had some funny hijinks with them. They're like, can we search your car? And he's like, no, no, dog. 
<laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. Just, um, and there was nothing in it. It was a rental car. There was nothing in there. Um, but Matt, you know, he's a lawyer and, you know, getting he's mad. Yeah, mad. he's Matt. So he wasn't going to cooperate with the police and, and didn't, they talked to him for a few hours. No, but that was, a. so you, this is something that you have been doing for a while now covering executions. Yeah. Since, um, about 2020. And, um, in covering them, how, I know you go into, you actually meet with the family, you get to know these people who are on mm-hmm. death row, right? Can you tell yeah. everybody what, what, what actually goes into covering? What does that mean? Well, so I like to, you know, basically embed, um, with the family of a person who's being executed, but there's a long buildup to that point. And it, you know, requires getting to know the person who has the execution date. Um, you know, everybody in Alabama prisons, Alabama prisons are so bad that, you know, Trump's DOJ sued them for how completely out of control uh, things are. And so everybody in Alabama prisons, even the guys on death row, they all have contraband cell phones. Um, so you can just straight up text these guys. Um, and so I just got to know a lot of them, um, either through their contraband cell phone usage or in Jimmy Barber's case, just using the prison communication platform where you can email back and forth. Um, I get to know them and it takes, it takes a long time. They're all very different people. Um, and then, you know, I asked if I, I ask if I can meet their families, if I can talk to their families. Um, and you know, it's just really building relationships is, is a huge part of this work. Um, and then when it comes time for the execution, I typically ask if I can serve as a personal witness because the Alabama department of corrections won't let me serve as a media witness. In fact, they don't respond to my emails or calls at all. Um, and if you serve as a personal witness for the guy, um, there's really not much they can do to keep you out, except this time where I got thrown out of prison and kicked off the witness list for smuggling in a pen. Um, oh, okay. More, so, on, more on that. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. And a then pen? You, you go. Yeah. So, you know, we were in the visitation room with Kenny and these visitations the week of the execution are like eight hours long. And so I didn't want to forget anything that was said. And so I was wearing kind of high boots when I came to the prison and I just smuggled a pen and some paper in. Um, They didn't pick it up on the metal detector. And I went in and started taking notes and the warden happened to see um, a pen out and he came in and was like, who's got the pen? Who's got the pen? I didn't say anything. Um, He's like, you know, give me the pen, give me the pen. I wouldn't say anything. So he sent some officers in and they pulled me out of the visitation room, took me to this bathroom, made me pull my shirt up, put their hands in my pants and felt around and then made me take my shoes off. And that's where they found my pen and my notes. And so they just kicked me out of the visitation. They just sort of put me outside the gate and closed the bars. Um, and they kicked me off the witness list and said I couldn't witness because I'd smuggled in a pen. Damn. So, yeah, why can't you have a pen? Well, I, I mean, have it's a weapon. no idea. Yeah, I mean, maybe they think the guy would use it as a weapon. Of course, when you're on death row, when you're when you're on what they call death watch, that's the period leading up to the execution. <clears throat> they you're don't in want you solitary. To kill 
yeah, they don't want you to kill yourself, but you're in solitary. So it, it couldn't be a weapon against anybody else. And um, yeah, I think they don't want journalists really covering what's so they going don't, on. You're on death row. They're like, we're killing you. Yes. Yeah. Not us. Not you. Correct. Because yes. I would think that would solve a lot of problems. You wouldn't have to worry about <laughs> you, the botched execution. Yeah. And a lot of guys do commit suicide on death row um, because they, you know, for a lot of reasons, but it's better to, you know, do it yourself than let the state do it if you just completely hate them and don't want them to get one over on you. So it happens. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry to be such a bummer. No, that's a weird just stance that the state no we're going to talk about the cowboys here in like 15 minutes (laughs) yeah we'll get your thoughts it's all good (laughs) yeah so what is what is specifically different about the way that they're doing this in alabama now as opposed to the way that it's been done before yeah so um you know for a long time since i guess you know for the last 30 40 odd years lethal injection has been the most common method of execution in the United States. Um, and Alabama last year or year before last had this series of three botched lethal injections. In the first case, the guy died, um, but it took three and a half hours. They had pierced him with needles in his hands, feet, arms, everywhere they really could. And then they had cut into his arm looking for a vein they could identify just visually. So they just took some kind of sharp instrument and cut his arm open. It's called a venous cut down. Um, And it's unclear if that's how they eventually succeeded in um, putting him to death. But I heard that there was this execution that had taken multiple hours and that the guy hadn't been conscious when the curtain went up. Usually when the curtain goes up, the guy has the opportunity to give his last words um, and to hear his death warrant read to him by the warden. This guy was unconscious. His name was Joe Nathan James. He was completely unconscious. I found that to be extremely strange just based on what I knew about executions. So I went to Alabama, asked his family if we could conduct a second autopsy because the state conducts one. Um, And I went to the autopsy and I saw his body. Um, And that's how we found out about the cut down, which they can't do by protocol. They're not allowed to do that. Um, And and all of the failed... um, IV attempts. And I wrote a story on it. And then there was another guy, Alan Miller, who was up next to be executed. Jonathan James was executed in July. Alan Miller was up in September. Um, I met Alan Miller. I met his legal team. I asked a witness um, and they, he survived. Alan survived his lethal injection. Um, And so next up was Kenny. Kenny was scheduled to be executed in November. I got to know Kenny really well. Um, and I went to his execution and he also survived. So Alabama just sort of stopped, like they slowly unlearned to do lethal injections. They just couldn't do it anymore for a period there. I don't know how that happened or why. I'm very curious about that myself. Um, but they decided to really step on the gas with this other method of execution that's statutorily available but had never been tried in the world as it were which is called yeah nitrogen hypoxia um and that's where they put a gas mask on your face um they pipe in 100 percent pure nitrogen it displaces all the oxygen in your body and drops the oxygen level of your blood to lethal levels 
Um, and uh, that's that's what they did to Kenny. And so no other state has tried that, though now that Alabama has figured it out, I suspect that they will. Was was there something in like the composition of the injections that changed? They stopped being able to find veins. They just couldn't find oh, okay. veins. Hmm. With Kenny and Alan, they again, they pierced them all over, hands, feet, they tried to run a needle under Kenny's collarbone into this subclavian vein in the neck. Um, they jammed a needle in there, but they didn't get a vein. They just got tissue. Um, and so who knows why that is? Were they drunk? Were, was it a doctor who couldn't see very well? Were they unlicensed, out of practice? It could be anything. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> I, <don't know> <laughs> I, know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I have the... Um, when I'm like at a party or something and someone's like, what do you do for a living? I'm like, you ready for a huge bummer? Yeah. You should just tell them about the cakes. <laughs> yeah. I also, I also bake and I have kids and um, <laughs> the other parts of my life are very happy. <laughs> Why did you start covering executions? Um, you know, I, I guess kind of like my husband, I have a little bit of a defiant streak and so I feel like if you're going to defend human life generally, you have to start where um, most people say that killing is justified, where, you know, at least half of the people in the United States say killing is justified. You can't start with the people who are easiest to defend because a lot of people already agree people who are innocent and have done nothing wrong deserve to live. That's already that's already agreed. But people who are guilty, who have done things wrong, arguing that they deserve to live is a harder job and it's more urgent because they don't have a lot of defenders. They don't have a lot of people who are willing to stand up for them. So you're clearly anti-death penalty. Yeah, at this point, I think I'm pretty strongly anti-death penalty, yeah. Had you always been? Um, well, I grew up, I mean, I grew up in DFW where everybody's like, yay, death penalty. You know, I mean, my parents were pro death penalty and not like they weren't like obsessed with it or anything, but like when executions would be on the news, they would be like, that's a good thing. I remember we were eating in like an Outback steakhouse when Tim McVeigh was executed and everybody clapped. Yeah. There are no rules. Yeah. There's no rules there. So. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh. So... So you can do whatever. And I, I guess as a kid or as a young person, I just thought it was part of the normal run of things, you know, that that was, it was a penalty. And if you did something bad, that was something that happened to you. But, you know, the older I got and I, you know, the, the deeper in my faith, the more I started to feel, you know, we've all done things wrong. We're all people who make mistakes every day. And there are differences in degree that are very meaningful. But in terms of in kind, we're all sinners. Um, and, you know, in a certain Augustinian way of looking at things, every human being deserves death. Um, and so it's either all of us get it or none of us get it. And I, I like the idea that none of us should get it. Yeah, I always thought it was, uh, it, it's weird because like uh, I'm an atheist, I, I suppose <laughs> I would call myself, but I always just uh, thought that this was rooted in your Catholicism. Because that's like one of the few things that I love about Catholicism is that they're like, we're not doing that. Yeah, I, a lot of it is. And, and we're not wearing um, rubbers, right? That's another thing. you. That's love. the other thing we're not doing. Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 yeah. we're raw dogging. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, um, 
<laughs> you know, a, a big part of it is the faith. Um, uh, and I, I, I get a lot of meaning out of that. But also, I just, I like the guys. I mean, you talk about non-judgmental accepting people. Um, you know, it's going to be guys who have murder convictions every time. You know, they seem... I think you watch movies and death row seems like a really violent and scary place, but it's actually not because everybody's in solitary. Um, and so it's, it's not nearly as scary as gin pop, you know, and the guys have typically been there a long time. They're older, you know, death row is like a nursing home. I think the over half of people on death row in the United States have been there longer than 18 years. Um, so they've had some time to think about things and come to terms with things. And usually, I mean, they're pretty cool. A lot of reflection. Yeah, a lot of thinking about mistakes and, and stuff like that. Frankly, something we could all do more of. Well, as you wrote, you wrote recently that that's kind of like a, I mean, even being on death row is somewhat torture. Yeah, it is. I mean, living under, you know, the impending knowledge of your certain death is a, a kind of torture. Um, <clears throat> mock executions are considered torture, I think, by the Geneva Conventions. What does that mean? Um, Mock executions, like when you take someone to a wall and you put a gun to their head and you pull the trigger, but there's no bullets in it or something. Okay. And you just do it to torture them or make them confess to stuff or whatever. Um, but that is what happened to Kenny. He was put through a mock execution, yeah. you know. Um, and so he's a guy who who lived through a lot of pain, a lot of suffering. He was never really the same after his first execution. Um, yeah, it's pretty bad. And... Of course, you know, politicians often will say you have to have the death penalty because it's a deterrent. Is that uh, actually the case? No. I mean, places that have the death penalty don't have lower um, murder rates than places that don't have the death penalty. So, you know, sometimes they have, you know, higher rates of murder. Um, than places that do have the death that don't have the death penalty. Um, so I think the idea that it's a deterrent has been pretty firmly debunked. Um, you know, even in places that do have the death penalty, whether or not to seek the death penalty is is still mostly a matter of prosecutorial discretion. So you don't know even if you commit a murder and you're thinking about the possible uh, fallout you don't know for a fact that they're even going to seek the death penalty. I mean, lots of people just take plea deals. Um, juries really like life without parole, LWAP, which is, you know, pretty new actually as a penalty. Um, I think Texas only got life without parole in the aughts, I want to say. Um, Interesting. And, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's a relatively new. Um, not, not all places, you know, got it at the same time and um, but juries like it, right? Because it can be undone. Um, and so there are a lot of reasons if yeah. you're committing a crime that you shouldn't automatically presume you're going to get the death penalty. And so I think that well, works against its use as a deterrent. Yeah. I, uh, I'm against the death penalty, personally. I don't think they should have the death penalty. But um, it's funny to me. Where's this going? When they say, <laughs> well... It's like, well, we're trying to find the most humane way, yeah, yeah, to kill somebody, and so yes, this uh, the injection that that works great. Well, until it doesn't, or you know, the firing squad seems to be a pretty secure way that you probably can't escape that one. Um, 
you know, we were talking yesterday, actually, promoting you. Uh, why not the guillotine? It seems like that <laughs> happens real quickly. Um, although the head will stay alive for, what, 40 to uh, to 55 minutes? Dan actually believes the, that. Yeah, if the uh, the head rolling down. Yeah. The, the point is, to me, and I think it's always funny when I hear about war as well. Same thing. There are, uh, well, there's rule. They broke the Geneva Convention. Well, wait. War is I'm supposed to try and kill as many people as I can, but not this way. Like, yeah. uh, I, 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 that's, and it's, it's, I'm also not pro-war. So the same, by the same token, I just think, well, if, there is no humane. If you just, just determine yeah. that killing someone is okay, well, then now what are we quibbling about? Just for your queasiness. And our, our discussion yesterday a little bit was, Jake, why don't they... Or if if these things were public, oh, I know why. Because it was a Today in History note. Yeah, there was like a public hanging in 1911, and I thought, boy, that's pretty recent to have a public government sanctioned in the square hanging. Um, if that was the case now, we would eradicate the death penalty. And you argued with me, like you said, that's well. I only argued with you because I'm aware that for centuries that was like the most common popular form of entertainment <laughs> which is i believe true yeah. liz, liz is a lot smarter than me so she may have evidence of the contrary <laughs> but but I, I i it's my understanding that for a long time that's like what people did for fun like because now they seem to be hard hardcore trying to keep like they're trying to keep liz out they're yeah. trying to like anything they any reason they have yeah no you can't view this publicly yeah so i don't know maybe sensibilities have changed but i know for a long time you know, that part of they, society was very, was very dark. Yeah. Public executions were a huge thing. Um, I think the last one was in something crazy like 1936 um, in Owensboro, Kentucky. No, it's really, it's really not. It was a hanging. Kentucky um, was the place I had it yesterday. Yeah. yeah. 1911. Yeah. 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 And um, they, they drew crowds of thousands these public executions. I mean, everybody from all around. People came into Owensboro, Kentucky, because there was a female warden who was supposed to be carrying out the execution. Everybody thought that was really salacious and well, interesting. That's hot. Yeah. Hot. yeah, 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 exactly. Um, <laughs> but she ended up um, she ended up giving the job to a, a kind of male surrogate to do it for her. Um, but uh, after, women, am I, I right? Mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were there were there was legislation. There were statutes considered about making executions something that happened inside prisons, um, as opposed to something that happened in public, because um, people didn't think they were, you know, good for people. They didn't think it was necessarily a good thing for big crowds to get together and get all riled up about violence, um, you know. And so it it gradually became the UFC. this thing that happens. Yeah, inside prisons and <laughs> and it, it, in secrecy. It's weird that Kentucky is the last state. They seem so progressive. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> they've, they've changed a lot. Yeah. Um. So yeah, how does this uh, like how does this affect you? Yeah, it seems like a pretty heavy load. Like, I just have to worry about whether or not they're going to fire McCarthy. Yeah, and you like going to sleep at, at night. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, you know, in Catholic, in in Catholicism, um, you can pray to the dead. Um, 
and um, you know they can't really do anything except pray for you. Um, but I I talked to Kenny and Jimmy, um, who were guys I really liked, um, who are dead, and <clears throat> asked them to pray for me to have wisdom and strength and compassion and courage to do all this. And, you know, also I just, I, you know, my, the work makes me cry, but that, that doesn't mean it's not good work. I cried the whole plane ride home after Kenny was executed. Um, I'm sitting on the plane, bawling, wiping my nose on my sleeve. People are looking at me. I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> and um, it was probably pretty uncomfortable for the two people on either side of me. Um, but, you know, he was a friend. He was a friend of mine. It's like that, that Bob Dylan song, you know, he was a friend. And um, it's really it's really tough to see him go. And what do you hope, like I would guess the, uh, the aforementioned, the article I mentioned earlier that you got nominated for in the Washington Post, like I, I would think your hope there is, hey, I need to bring this stuff to light so that it can change in the future. Is that yeah. kind of what some of your mindset is on writing about executions? Yeah, if I can change, you know, at least one or two minds about the humanity of the guys on death row, the possibility of change, um, the potential of forgiveness, if I can just make those things seem a little more real and a little more possible to like one or two people, I've accomplished my life's work. You know, that's my small contribution to ending the death penalty. Well, thoughts on Mike McCarthy staying with the Cowboys? No, <laughs> what do we do in the draft? Yeah, You know, my dad's a huge Cowboys fan. Um, and I can remember in the 90s, my mom telling my brother and I, Daddy's not mad at you. Daddy's mad at the Cowboys. Boy. It's okay. <laughs> my, was, uh, my wife knows those words all too well. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have great love and affection um, for the Cowboys. Every year, somebody makes it their job to try to explain the rules of football to me, and I have, like, aggressively declined to learn. <laughs> I don't really understand. Um, but it's good. It's Stay good where to have you on are. TV. It's better yeah. to not know. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. It, it brings a, it lends a certain mystique. Um, and, uh, you know, Matt loves it. I love it because it means it's fall and I love the holidays. And so I look forward to football season every year. The only, uh, so the thing I have to say about football and Catholicism Oh, is interesting. When uh, my wife was Catholic as well, and she wanted to get married in the Catholic Church, so we had to have uh, counseling mm -hmm. before to teach us about how to be married. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, because Catholic people, they never get divorced. Yeah, if, yeah. If they go through that. So we had the counseling, and it was um, the guy telling, uh, there was a guy up there telling us, and he was like, look, ladies, and guys, um, sometimes you have to let your ladies give them some time. They might like to go shopping. Yeah. And my wife uh, was a bit taken aback by that. And then uh, they said, and the guys, you know, you got ladies. You might have to hit you. Well, no, oh, not sorry. that. My bad. <laughs> oh, no. sorry. Give, him, give him his time to watch football on Sunday. Okay. Leave him alone on Sunday. Yeah. And so hey. I will tell my wife, don't you remember the, the counselor? Yeah. You want me to do this? I'm... 
It's Sunday. And I'm, what was interesting about that is that guy had been married, right? Uh, I don't believe so. Oh, no, he knew everything weird... about marriage, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always funny listening to Catholic priests talk about um, women be like this. I'm like, how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, Liz, but, you know. Thanks for your husband, and thank you. And thank you for well, uh, you for being Liz. You guys are the best. Yeah, go I check out their podcast. Too. Go check out uh, the New Republic. No. Excuse me, not the New Republic, the Atlantic. Uh, the Atlantic. I'm sorry. Yeah. And check out uh, the Brunigs. <laughs> Available on Patreon only. Ooh. Isn't that correct, Liz? Uh-huh. Patreon.com? Right. Yep. Fellow Patreon buddy. Let's talk ketamine next time. Oh, yeah. Love ketamine. <laughs> oh, this guy's I mean, back here a- fist pumping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you've got a drug, I'll do it. That's another big part of my, my job. <laughs> okay, nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. We thanks, appreciate Liz. you. Thank you so much. It was Bye. nice meeting you guys. Bye. That's the great Liz Bye. Brunig. Yay, indeed. Yay, Another indeed. Year. Yay, 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 yay. Want to hook up our next guest and we'll slide into the news? <coughs> Want to do some news? Sure. Okay. Here's huh? Jay. Yeah. Let me get him. What is Adam? Yeah. Do I have to wait or what? No, no, no. We'll we'll just let him pop on when he wants to. It's uh, we're gonna hook up with Dominic Robinson. Of course, yeah. yeah. I just didn't know if we needed to wait. No, go ahead. <laughs> so you just do your thing. <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah, I just do my thing. Um, a couple stories that I definitely want to get to here. Uh, and they're none of them are all, all that positive. I'm just gonna be honest with you, fellas. North Texas man sentenced to federal prison for child porn after messaging 14-year-old boy on Snapchat, which I think, as Blake said yesterday, isn't that supposed to be anonymous? Yeah, that's news to me. (laughs) Yes, he was hoping it was. Guy's 33. Um, How did we start talking about uh, To Catch a Predator yesterday? This. It was the same story? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, there's there's some updates, but uh, yeah, it's uh, 210 months in federal prison for this uh, specific crime. 210. Why don't they say them a number of years so I don't have to do that? You don't like doing that? Well, I guess 12 months in a year and then times you guess? 10. So it's you definitely guess, over. Are you just assuming? It's definitely over 12. Well, what calendar are we using? Gregorian. Yeah. <laughs> So that's 12 months. And then, uh, yeah, times 10 would be 120. So it's more than 10 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I don't think I had like the sentencing yesterday, but yeah, it's uh, it's 210 months. Uh, in one of their first actual moves of uh, being proactive as far as uh, content, Elon Musk's X has paused Twitter searches for the uh, Taylor Swift deepfakes which is probably why we couldn't find him the other day. Well, how do you do that? Oh, at, okay, X Twitter. When you said his X, I'm thinking of, oh, uh, is that Grimes? Is it, what's his, Grimes, yeah. His wife's name. Okay, Twitter is now X. Sorry. They can say just, everyone has X. to say X, formerly known as Twitter. Right? Okay. That's, yes. They can re- restrict searches? Yeah. Hmm. If uh, you're the most famous person in the world. Now, is there a conspiracy about that, that actually it's because she is a uh, lefty? There, I have seen some um, controversy about like, and I don't even think she's like an 
endorsed Biden or anything. No. But, like, I know Hannity last night went off on, like, Taylor Swift, which I would say, just from a uh, strategic standpoint, very bad idea. What, to go off on Taylor Swift? Yeah. Like, if there's anybody that can just convince a bunch of minions to do something. Maybe. I mean, celebrities have been telling people to vote certain ways for a long time. Dude, she's the most famous. Alec Baldwin is a dickhead. Right? Like, we all... Nobody likes that guy. Yeah. Now, maybe the, the argument against it would be that most of her audience is 15. Good point. Yeah, it was like dude perfect saying get out the vote. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But she is very, very famous. Like, again, I've said it. She's the most famous person since Michael Jackson. But if you're stoked on Trump... Well, I guess that's not what we're worried about. We're worried about the people that are on the fence. Yeah, that have, like moldable minds that are 18 or 19 that she can definitely influence that are not going to dig into this or that issue so i again i don't know all this taking on taylor swift is a bad idea but i only know this stuff at arm's length or headline stuff but it also seems that some of the vitriol is because or from what i understand because there used to be some kind of a uh theory that she was actually real hardcore right? Did you know about this or no? Yeah, I mean I've seen it, but I don't I don't know how much Because veracity. because she wasn't willing to go out and give an endorsement anywhere. Yeah. It was assumed, oh, someone like that usually would be all over, they'd be endorsing the Democrats. So she's a she's a plant she's one of us. She's real yeah. hardcore, she's into conspiracy theories, she's uh Q. Um, but now that they find out she's not, we need Q. to attack her. I don't know. Or care. Yeah, I I, I don't know or care either. Um, I think the biggest thing is just that um, she's super safe, you know? Like her whole brand is just... Right, she didn't want to take a side. Yeah, she's... she's like, hey, I she's want... She's not overly sexualized. Everybody to buy my... Yeah. yeah. Or she yeah. wasn't overly sexualized till the AI thing. Right. Republicans buy sneakers too. I was sent something with, like, I think her having uh, relations with a Muppet of some <laughs> yeah. sort. Like, yeah, people were. Was it Oscar the Grouch? Somebody. Uh, I think it was. Uh, Perhaps Grover. No. Well, I saw a Grover one, but I also saw a Kermit one. Okay. I, yeah, I think that the Kermit seem one like, was. A... Seems like Grover would be more fun. Go on. Doesn't it? Just look how he's all. <laughs> I mean, Kermit's all tiny and. Slimy, he's, he's a little frog. <laughs> yeah. What is Grover? He's more, he's fuzzy, he's big. He's a bit more burly, not like, he's not bearish, but he's... But what he's is in he? in good shape. Grover's in good shape? Yeah, it just seems like this Grover... This the dumbest be conversation of, we've ever had. Feels like he'd be wild. And Kermit's just missionary? Kermit's like, uh, kill. If there's an F Mary kill in here somewhere, okay, I'm gonna marry Snuffleupagus. I was you know a big what that fan. is? Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. I was a big Sesame guy. Big Muppet guy. No I was, deal. I was into Arthur. <laughs> you have something to say over there? Were you trying to cough the word gay? Because I didn't hear it. I just heard a cough. 
I'll let you fill in the blanks, Chief. Is that why you love the... Uh, well, yesterday he was saying the R word, and then now he won't even say gay. It was why, a quote from The Hangover. Was it not? He said retard. Yeah. 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 He was... He's he's often quoting movies. Yeah. If you know Jake for five minutes, you're going to hear... No, this guy's You're going to hear some classic <laughs> lines. <laughs> but he was wanting you to play unedited music. I mean, he was unhinged yesterday. It just took one day. I just don't think we have to be worried about any of this at all anymore. No, I enjoy it. I, I want... And like I said I yesterday, want... he calls me after the show. He's like, hey, why are you being so soft? <laughs> <laughs> that never happened in that way. I want to bring it... Bring back the old, bring back the guy I I loved first. <laughs> Surveillance video catches possum stealing bag of cookies from Texas porch. What do you is this really a story on a website that you found? It's on all of the websites. No, it is. You're saying more than one TV station has said, "I want this on ours." Three of them. What is this world coming to? It's not a zoo birth. No, but I know you. It's also not a story. What do you hate? Someone in in a community of eight million, someone's going to have a uh, something stolen from. A, uh, all right. Why were is, there cookies on the porch? Well, here's why it's a story. Because it happened in South Lake. Oh, now you're interested. I'm not. No. <laughs> I have a porch. And I have And here's how it becomes a story. Because I send it to Channel 8? Yeah. No. Because the South Lake Police Department posted that. And then every TV station's like, yeah, love this. Yeah. It was just a gift, like with a balloon left on a a porch for a kid. Perhaps a Tiff's treat? Maybe a Tiff's treat. You know what? You know... Those are awesome. It's Jake here for Tiff's Treats. And if you... <laughs> <laughs> this space open for you, Tiff's Treats. If you'd like to contact us about a potential advertisement relationship, we would love that. I'm going to tell you what. And now Carrie is pulling out a pellet gun to shoot me in the nuts. Please. <laughs> right behind you. You see that right there, Dan? That's a pellet gun. Um, Tiff's how Treats? Does it, how does it get to your house that warm? Nobody knows. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. That's why the possum was able to figure Sniff it out. Sniff it out, you know? yeah. yeah. I'm very pro Tiff's treats. If in, if you that's know, not that hot, that's yeah, not, not that hot yeah, of an opinion. You're like, all right, where's this guy stand on the death penalty? Oh, okay, well, what about Tiff's treats? Tiff's treats. <laughs> so he's anti-death penalty, anti-war, pro Tiff. I just want to show that I'm pro some things. Man, we had a tough scene the other night where, uh, <clears throat> so I, I also, I just want to say that I'm a huge fan of all pro foundation repair, uh, repair, but some foundations are just unrepairable. Mm-hmm. My, the door to my garage, like doesn't close properly. Tony's done what he's able to do. Most of it's well, your house is better. like 80 years old. It is very old. Yeah. That's. The cat slept in the garage. A big part. Like, if you built a new house there, you could yeah. shore that thing up. Like, we went out there, and the cat's just in the garage. And it's, what, 45 outside? Oh, it got out. Yeah. The four figs cat. <laughs> Warranty cat. Warranty cat. Warranty cat. Yeah. It's so expensive, you have a warranty on it. It's literally never been outside. 
Like if if a possum showed up on my front porch and that cat got outside, that cat would get its head bit off. Like it's not able to live. So it was a big deal that it slept in the garage. <sighs> I would not have been at work the next day had it gotten out. Like, like if, that, if you if lost it, the cat? Yeah, if that garage door would have been open, that cat is dead. Definitely dead. What's our policy on personal days? What do you mean? Is missing cat like a good enough reason to miss work? He told me one time that if Kip or Bodie died, he would not work. Well, probably just because my wife wouldn't let me go in. <laughs> and I do whatever Cuck. she says. Yeah. That's the way it is. All right, there's your news. What's, really? up, with Dom- what's up with Dominic? The Dumb Zone still waiting. News. <laughs> like and Did subscribe. you send him the thing? I did. Okay. We play that announcer audio? Yeah, we can do that real quick. Uh, what are you talking about? I've been uh, wanting to hear this for a couple days. Yeah, Blake and I talked about this this morning. It's my bad. Um, Let's see. Y'all, what is it? Gen Z labor dispute. Oh, we did that yesterday. Um, why are we not taking a break right now if we're going to wait on Don, uh, Dominic? Well, I don't think we're going to wait anymore. We're just going to keep doing the show, and if he doesn't chime yeah. in in the next 10 minutes, he's he's kind of going to be out. He's in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. He's got stuff right. going on. That's right. Or we can just Im- uh, interview his in-laws for couple hours. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Who's got the mic over there? It's open for whoever, whoever wants it. How long have we been going? Because I want to do some Today in History. Let's do that first. Before we leave. About 1.35. Okay. The dumb zone you guys want to chime in with some Today in History? history. Or no? They're not eager. I thought he has a mic. They don't seem to want. Turn over oh, okay. This free throws when you got fouled a bitch. Okay. How are we feeling? Good. Okay. Uh, today in history. So today is Thursday. Thursday. Thursday, Feb one, February first. On this day in two thousand three, the space shuttle Columbia. Uh, just flew around and landed. No, no, no. It actually... No, no, it didn't do that. Do you remember this? 100%. It blew up over uh, a buddy of mine's parents' farm. It was a Saturday, right? Are we talking about the one in Nacogdoches? Yeah. Yeah. I believe that was a Saturday. Yeah. I believe... I might have been... Doing some kind of Saturday show or something. I don't know. Anyway, it blo- uh, broke up during a re-entry. Um, Shouldn't that just be called entry? Uh, yeah, I guess. It br- okay. <laughs> Screw the Associated Press. Um, on that flight, Elon Ramon. From Cuba. The first Israeli in space. What year? What year was this? Two thousand three. Okay, I think some people had some hot opinions about what happened to it. Go on. Two years after nine eleven. 
I can't say that I've ever heard this. Uh, let's just say a non-white may have been blamed for <laughs> what happened for it. <laughs> Could this be another attack? I've, I never heard that. I've never heard that ever. I also don't subscribe to loosechange.com. <laughs> this was... Uh, <laughs> like you do. This was on like the middle school playground. Really? Okay. Yeah. You guys were looking at Playboys. We were talking about Columbia <laughs> conspiracy theories. <laughs> All I knew was that... Uh, <clears throat> My friend's family like had a bunch of wreckage on their uh, on their property, like from the shuttle, which was probably pretty obvious. Didn't really need to add that. <laughs> Just wreckage <laughs> from <laughs> someone who drove by and yeah. got in an accident. <laughs> yeah, that was unnecessary. Yeah, I never thought I I I had never heard anything like that. No, I, I haven't. I either. just thought it was like a yay boo, like hey, we got the first Israeli in space. Oh, they. Uh, blew I out. thought you were leading to. Oh, I died. He, he may have been wrongly blamed. No, I'm. I guess that's not the way I think. But you go ahead. And I was just sharing what people around me were talking about. People around me on the. Are there message boards? I haven't seen them. <laughs> On this day in 2009, Olympic great Michael Phelps acknowledged regrettable behavior and bad judgment. <sighs> so stupid. After a photo in a British newspaper showed him inhaling mm. marijuana. From a water pipe. Yes. As they call it. That's so dumb. Was this before or after the many gold medals? Did he win gold medals after this? Is what I want to know. Um, like, did he prove? I think he, I, I think he won at least a little bit after that. Yeah, but I mean, he was definitely smoking pot the whole time that he was the best athlete in the world. How does the Mounts uh, household view marijuana and the legalization of? We are in Oklahoma. Quite positive. Okay. <laughs> the younger generation would like to weigh in with quite positively. Okay. <laughs> Father-in-law is just kind of... <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> he has indicated tacit support. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> just the one finger up. <laughs> but you got to live in, in Oklahoma. Well, you, they don't have... get a card. Recreational. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That was awesome. <laughs> now, I, now I understand why certain members of the family may have just moved back. Ah, yeah. From Texas. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> interesting. It's all making sense now. Very interesting. On this day in 2018, a judge ordered a Wisconsin girl named Morgan Geyser to be committed to a mental hospital for 40 years for stabbing a classmate when she was 12. Can I take a guess? You know it. Slenderman? Slenderman. Yeah. I don't really know what exactly that is. Uh, she wanted to curry favor with a fictional horror character named Slenderman. Yeah. It's one of the most effed up documentaries I've ever seen in my life. I was about to ask. I think you did a report on this. Yeah, we talked about it. It was so troubling, dude. Like, I don't know. It's one of those deals where you feel like you can guide your little girl in a certain way and don't do this, don't do that, but they are on the internet 
and then two months later they're crazy and they kill a classmate at the behest of a fictional character <laughs> like the fictional character was telling them to kill people yeah yeah really weird really really weird Speaking of effed up documentaries. American Nightmare? No, I have it written down to watch this weekend. Okay, I started it. What's it about? Um, Like we were talking about yesterday, it's basically like, or two days ago. Right, yeah, sorry, I keep saying yesterday. It's basically like a, a real life Gone Girl. What's like, Gone Girl? The Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck. Um, you like fake the... It's a book. Okay, thanks, Wives Club book guy. Pretty good book. But Is yeah. it a steamy romance thing? No, no. it's like uh, wife like fakes her own death. What's her name? Jillian something wrote it. Yeah, I can't remember, but yeah. Jillian Flynn? Caitlin knows. Okay. So it's like that actually happened. Like, Faked her death to get away from abusive husband, something like that. Yeah, or? I think there's like a money play involved. Okay. Yeah. She was just very mani- manipulative. Yeah. It's, there was no money. It was just she, and he was cheating. So she wanted to get back. Yeah, at him. but did her behavior cause him to cheat? You know, it's, you it's know, really that's up for you. That's, to that's, that is an important <laughs> factor. Yeah. When that is. <laughs> when looking at a guy cheating on his wife, how you, big of a bitch was she? You got to ask, what did she do? Did she please him uh, the way that he deserved? Yeah. No, that's what we're all thinking for sure. That's that's the main thing is. Did she cause this? No, I was going to say. Speaking of documentaries, I remember one we watched many years ago about this little kid whose mom kept f- drugging her or faking ailments of hers. We just talked about this last week. Yeah. What? Mommy dead and dearest? Yeah. No. Uh, maybe yeah. That sort of, yeah, but we just talked about this. Because the, the girl just got out of prison. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. She's like, I'm just seeing her everywhere now. Because yeah. my wife, I'll notice it because my wife will watch the Today Show News and then... But this, she's been on The View. Yeah, that is what it's called, Blake. You're right. My bad. Like, she's been everywhere, and, like, she had her boyfriend kill yeah. her mom, but the boyfriend's still in jail, and she gets out? Gypsy Rose. Gypsy Rose. Yeah. Like, and now it's like she's, uh, oh, I think she's also on the cover of, like, People Magazine or just something. I don't know. She's all over the place. Which, uh... How come I can't be on the cover? <laughs> was that the whole thing? I don't know. <laughs> That's all you had? On this I day, think his, his point was why is a murderer all over People magazine? I mean, dude, she had it pretty rough. Pretty rough. Should the boyfriend still be in prison if she's not? You think it should be a package deal? I mean, if he. He did pull the trigger, but at certainly at her behest. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Let's get Liz back on. Yeah, we should ask Liz. <laughs> Damn. And on this day in 2022, quarterback Tom Brady... Two things happened. Okay. Let's rank them. <laughs> quarterback Tom Brady announced his retirement from the NFL. Okay. Wait, for real this time? No, six weeks later, it reverse oh. course and then announced he would return uh, for one more year. Because of Adam Schefter. 
Wait, so was that 2022? Which I 100% believe. Yeah, it was 2022 because he played that season. Yeah. And this is uh, February. Yes, yes, February 1st. It is so so February 1st. Also on that day, ABC News announced that Whoopi Goldberg would be suspended for two weeks as co-host of The View over remarks a day earlier about Jews and the Holocaust that the Jeez. networks called wrong and hurtful. You came in at a good time, Dominic. <laughs> oh, it's the great Dominic Robinson. Hey. Whoopi. We're not recording? What's the deal? We're on, bro. It says recording hasn't started at the bottom of the stream yard. We got to make sure. We got to check with Blake. You know how he is with uh, not recording things. He's got the backup. We're recording now. (laughs) Make sure your mic settings are Are on your mic. Oh, yeah. Are we backed up? Yeah, we're we're backed up. We're backed up. Check your mic settings. am Am I low? Am I hot? You just sound like you're on your laptop mic. Okay. Yeah, make sure it's feeding the mic mic. I guess uh, Jake was right. Maybe that's why we take a break. To well, <laughs> I just thought, hey, on- he, he's here. Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> Handle these things. How is it now? Um, oh, way so I'm better. On, I'm on yes, my mic. Way better. That's That's better. Okay. We had this problem with him before anything. when he was in his uh, his abode, remember? Robinson was regarded in some circles as the best prep cornerback in the nation as a high school senior, but he became a wide receiver at Florida State. The Florida secondary could not slow Robinson on 11-29-03. He had five catches for 102 yards, both careers highs, and a 35-yard touchdown in the 38-34 Seminoles victory. I read this from a Dominic Robinson trading card. <laughs> <laughs> You're not up, Jake. Put your video up on Premier. I'm still up. I never left. No, you, you got to go. go to a new one. Oh, okay. He sent us a new one. How does that relate to uh, Whoopi and the Holocaust? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> it's, um, well, we got, your, we got you on for your comments on uh, just exactly tell us what Whoopi said, and then were you, were you hurt by it? <laughs> Hey, this place is sweet. Yeah, where your father-in-law's yeah, you your got? father-in-law's ranch. Yeah, She's got cows and uh, more dogs than I've ever seen in one place. Have you guys uh, gone and checked out the cows yet, or is that later? I'm just looking at them from afar. Gonna go. Okay. Yeah. Is that yeah, your you guys pond? Go out. Get out on the. Nice. I want a pond. How many acres are we talking about here? A hundred and sixty. Dang! <laughs> thought it was That's cool a lot of land. I thought it was cool because I had a half That's... of one. What if? Yeah. What if you just peeled off one or two for us? <laughs> we could throw our studio up here, dude. That'd be cool. Then we'd have that. Whoa! Then we'd have that sweet Oklahoma address, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. It's in Oklahoma, though. That Jake might have a problem with that <laughs> Oklahoma address for the studio. He... Yeah. Yeah, that's why Texas he's not, he's doesn't fall into that. the ocean, Dominic. <laughs> so go, Jake, can go we ahead. have the Give draft me your punchline or no? I assume that... he knows it because Oklahoma sucks. I mean, come on. Yeah, we all know. I don't think he did know, and he's not going to laugh at that. No, he, he while, shouldn't because it's not funny. Not while Carrie Mounts is uh, 
living in Oklahoma. That's right. Yeah, not on my watch. Hey, is the ranch uh, draft party suitable or is, is dude? That not, imagine us sitting that here. Was, that was the cameras all, set up. We're all in here. Yeah. Rinaldi throws it to us. I'm, I'm wearing I'm, my USC. Yeah, for sure, dude. I'll paint my face. I'll, he's got the pellet gun. He knows what I'll do. <laughs> I'm hugging I'm, dudes. I'm throwing on. I'm, I'm wearing a no puppet hat. <laughs> Amazing. We're. <laughs> <laughs> Ronaldo's got to do some serious uh, 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 segment about why he wears the no puppet hat. Yeah, he's got to he's got to bring it down real low. Twenty sixteen. No- there was a presidential debate. <laughs> <laughs> this is the perfect draft party spot. Yeah, this is where you're going to do it, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's got to be. As good. long as you guys will, will show up. As long as you guys, as long as I can have the, the dumb zone there. I will stay here until then. <laughs> <laughs> Two and a half years from now. Yeah. This okay. house is great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, if you guys could choose. Uh-oh. I'm going to now talk to the in-laws a here for a question. second. Uh, football or baseball? Okay, no, we have two see, baseballs. This is, this is the guy right here. Give up. This and is one, the guy right here. One, I just want Deuce to be happy, which is a non-answer. <laughs> have you considered, though, that if he did baseball, he would have to go to a baseball game like every day? Every day. And he would have to like physically be there almost every day. This was our big discussion with, with Kyler, though. Yeah. And we landed on it should be baseball – this is uh, financially, uh, unless you are a quarterback. It's kind of like what we were talking about yesterday. And, you know, it depends on if you're – it seems to depend on whether you're a receiver or a tight end. Now, yeah, I guess now. But that's... the fact that Kelsey is making like $15 million a year right? and Devontae Adams makes 31 is insane. But maybe that's changing as time goes. It but, might change. But probably yeah. not enough in, in just a couple years. Yeah. But – I say, uh, but like if you're a fourth outfielder, you can probably make Kelsey money. Michael Choice, yeah, yeah. I say, like the AT and T girl. Why not both? <laughs> Let's make it happen. Yeah, why not do a Dion? A boat. There hasn't been a two sports star in years. What's he? What's uh, what's your thoughts on that? Me. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Okay. You're you're like whatever. I'm not doing Let's it. Go. <laughs> I know of three yeah, people. I, yeah, that have, yeah, I know of I three people that have ever played in tri- both. I already uh, tried. I already tried games. and failed. There's Kyler. There's AJ Brown, and there's Deuce Robinson. You tried and failed what? Doing both. What did you play? What was your other sport? Were you baseball? I played. Yeah, I played baseball and football hmm. for the Knolls. Why did you assume it was basketball? I actually yeah, I actually where, asked him where, if where it was baseball, you? but <laughs> <clears throat> but let's be honest. <laughs> he assumed you were a two guard. I'm just gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> was Charlie I just Ward wanted Florida to State? explain why. 
Where'd Charlie Ward go? Charlie Ward was. Florida yeah. State. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Florida State. Yep. Were you guys buddies? When did he go there? No, he's 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 older than me. He's 92, 93. It's definitely when I was a kid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was I graduated in 04. I was surprised when he I mean he was the Heisman winner, wasn't he? Yeah. And he was. Had a wonder what he made in the NBA. Let's check. <laughs> you want to check what he made in the NBA, somebody? Or you want me to? Not really. Well, you popped your fingers like <laughs> yeah. you were. Oh, okay. yeah. did. You stretched them out. <laughs> Go ahead, check. Go okay. to basketball reference. Well, um, all right, I'll it's roll. good. He had like a 12-year career, I believe. I was going to say, I'll bet 12, you. 13 years. Yeah. He played for a all while. All right, let's do some guesses on what did Charlie Ward make in the NBA. It was a little bit of a different era, obviously. You don't have to play yes, the does. millionaire. Yes, he does. No, yeah, he does. Yeah, that's great. No, let it roll, Dan. Let's go. I actually do love it. What did Charlie Ward? Only Blake knows. I would bet forty. So you say forty? So he played, started in the mid nineties. Yeah. Certainly, salaries in the mid '90s. The only guy making anything was Michael Jordan. Yeah, he was making like thirty plus. But outside of that, yeah, forty's pretty good. I'm thanks, gonna go. Thanks, man. I'm gonna go a little higher though. Give me. Yeah, I'll just go fifty. What do you think, Dominic? I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with eighty. Final answer. Throughout his NBA career, Ward earned approximately thirty-four million. Ew. Oh. Jake's the winner. Yeah. Damn it! I hate it when Jake wins. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone does. <laughs> so he's run through that already, right? I couldn't hold on to that. Maybe put it in Doge for ten years. Ooh, that'd be great. Let Doge go. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Maybe a little Bimmy. There you go. How we doing? We're fine. We're hanging. Maybe a little. Maybe a little Brock Purdy for MVP. Yeah. Maybe he put it all on Brock Purdy for MVP when he was plus thirteen twenty five. Just every time I would come in the meeting room, these guys are like, "Have you seen Doge?" <laughs> it was a wild time. <laughs> it was. I mean, it went nuts for that week. I'm like, I don't know what you guys have going on over here. I believe the uh, Mavs just uh, re-announced that they accept Doge for season tickets. Did you see that yesterday? No. Take a look at that. <laughs> no, I didn't see that, Kev. Mm. Hey, have you guys seen the uh, uh, GameStop oh, no, movie? Oh, no, <laughs> No, is there, uh, is there <laughs> a movie doc? on on the ge- There's a movie on the GameStop deal. How the GameStop stock like went through the roof, and this one guy had an idea, and he got a bunch of people to to short, or they were shorting the stock. I'm is interested. That the one, is, is that the one with uh, Slenderman? No, that's that's Slenderman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Check it out, man! It's awesome. I watched it on the plane on the, on the way over here, and I was fired up. I was ready to buy some stock and something. I'm very in. Weren't you? You were on board with that big. Oh, you know yeah. who was most on board with it? Joe. Yes. Yeah. yeah, your brother. Yeah. Is he still stoked on that, or? I think he's holding. He's holding. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah. Wasn't that around the time you told me to buy the theater? AMC. AMC. Yeah, yeah. that was it, next it, in it line. <laughs> it tanked. Like he had me buy. It was like the day he told me to buy Bitcoin when it was at seventy thousand. I, I didn't say that. <laughs> I always jump on Blake's. Tips I was wrong about late. AMC, but I was right about Doge. You were way right on Doge. Top shot. I was not in the, on that either. <laughs> I'm currently five hundred. Blake, you got to start a blog. No, Blake's blog. No. <laughs> the Jones Journal. Want to do some birthdays? Sure. Rhonda Rousey is 37. Dang. She probably should have been in this new uh, roadhouse, right? Some way, shape, or form. To get her ass kicked? I believe Joe Rogan once called her the greatest athlete of all time. Is that just (laughs) because you are woke and you want all your movies to be... Female, Like you love the Ghostbusters. (laughs) Female Ghostbusters. (laughs) Yep, love all that. How come Ronda Rousey can't be the star? <laughs> Did you ever watch the trailer? Um, no. Want to fire that bitch up? <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> it's on. It's in Slack. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, you can watch it right now if you want, and I promise you. Oh, but we can't. Oh yeah. Air the video then, or can we? No. Oh, we can. You could watch it still. Whatever. We're just deeing around. Okay. It's very, very good. Have you seen it, Dominic? No, the Ronda Rousey. Dude? No, no, no. There's a there's a new Roadhouse coming out, <laughs> and right, it's fantastic. On. Oh, no, it's fantastic. Is it in January? Would it be worth watching it? And it's just literally in Slack, like I just said. In there. Oh, okay. Uh, Slack is not yeah. January. No. Um, D- Dumb Money, by the way. Dumb Money is the the movie that I'm talking about. Dumb Money. About okay. The game stuff. We write that down, Blake. I can't write it down right now. I'm looking for a video. Yeah, you really right. want to watch Let's that? Put it on the list. Should I not watch it? Okay. I don't know. Jeez, man. No, I'm just trying to do some stuff, and you're yelling at me. Tattoo is man. 62. The soccer player tattoo. The question I have for you guys: What is tattoo's last name? What is tattoo's? No idea. Last name. Absolutely no idea. Okay. Went and saw him half a dozen times as a kid. It was awesome. Okay. Indoor, indoor soccer that was so much more exciting <laughs> to me than regular soccer. It was so cool. He would pop the top off when he scored a goal. I believe for a period of time he was also the coach. I believe so, yeah. I once interviewed him. And um, I went to a an indoor soccer game when I was a kid because my brother was stoked on soccer, so they got to play at halftime of like the Cleveland Force game, and it was cool. It's super cool. Tighter spaces, you got walls. It's I a mean, little more action packed. You got walls. You got walls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but you know that's like the lame <clears throat> thing about going to a soccer game is you're like, oh, they just kicked it out of bounds. Pecorari. Is his last name. But I never knew he had a last name. No. <laughs> He's just tattooed. He's just a little ba- eight pound, six ounce. <laughs> Do you guys know the other tattoo in pop culture? Uh, it was someone that had a bird? No. It was from Gilligan's Island, right? Fantasy Island. There you go. Sorry. De plane, de plane. He was a little. De, uh, de boss, de plane. Yeah. 
He's I'm kind of done with my racist impressions for the week. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm going to leave that one alone for now. <laughs> Andrew DeClerc is 51. Rangers closer. That's Jose LeClerc. Good oh, one. My bad. Um, that so was not a good one, Dominic. When my yeah, mom, it was. He liked Give him it. a point. Give that man a point. No. I actually, I don't like it when Jake wins, but that was actually okay. Was when my mom got it. divorced from dad number two, they had lived in Bay Village, Ohio. Okay. Right next to where I grew up, and uh, so now they got divorced. And my mom had this house to herself. She sold it to Andrew DeClerc. Oh, yeah. I think I remember you hearing that. Who played uh, for the Cavs for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Ernie Camacho is 69. I only mention him for me and anyone close to my age who grew up in Cleveland. He was the Indians' closer of my youth, like somewhere in the uh, early 80s. That's a worthless birthday. Yes, but here, now I'm going <laughs> to uh, bring it up to 26 years old today. He's a Marlins baseball player. Was. Is. Jazz Chisholm. Let it go. He helped us uh, almost win a fantasy title this year. He exploded onto the... Okay. On the scene, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Anything else you know about him? <laughs> <laughs> I will again reiterate <coughs> that... A salty player, Okay, they, yeah. they would say. High and... A guy who packs a lot of protein. Do you have anything else? <laughs> I grew up around Chisholm Trail my whole life. And yeah, you at, did. And at no point until I met you did I think that sounds like Chisholm. <laughs> well, that's disappointing. I know. To you. I, I just never, I never thought. I'm disappointed in your creativity. You should be. Because how creative is that? I mean, it's it's, it's right it's there. Like, who could yeah. come up with who that? Who could come up with that? But yeah, it is kind of right there, also. So yeah, I never, I just never thought of Jism Trail. Now, when you lived on Brown Trail, did you? That one was, that one was obvious. like a layup. That's yeah, that's a finger roll. Okay. Uh, Julia Garner is thirty. She is the spicy Ruth Langmore in Ozark. <laughs> Jake hates that show. I know he shouldn't. I don't like it. I tried. Billy Moomy is 70. Creator of the spread offense. Moomy? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. What do you got for me? So he's the one bashing my <laughs> attempts at humor, and then he comes oh, up with that. Dude, I'm man. firing up. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm hitting the... the <laughs> the extra ball that's different colors and just shooting right now. Billy Moomy was the little kid in the Twilight Zone who had powers. Dominic got it, though. wish people into the cornfield. I did. That would have done real well at, like, a coach's convention. Thank you. Thank you. At, like, the, the AFCA, American Football Coaches Convention. Here's Jake. The AFCA would have loved that how mommy joke. joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they would have enjoyed that. Um... Harry Styles is 30. Big I gotta Harry tell Styles. You, Hot? I'm oddly attracted to him. Nice, well, good-looking man. Yeah. He makes good music, too. He does. 
It does. His last album, I think it was, or two albums ago, was re- really solid. Now, does it make you feel weird, though, because you knew who he was when he was a kid? Or did you not really know? I See, that's the thing, is I didn't really know. Like, did you know Selena Gomez as a... That's the weirdest one for me. And, okay, because uh, I never you know saw what? her in a kid's show, but I've seen her now, and I'm like, what's up? The weirdest one for me is not her. It's Billie Eilish. Oh, because she was pretty famous when she was a kid? She was like 13 and famous, and now I'm like, is that what you had under there? Yeah. Well, she <laughs> probably grew into that. Good grief. <laughs> That's a Miley Cyrus thing, though, for sure. Yeah. I, yeah. I watched a lot of Miley Cyrus when I was uh, when my kids were little. Yeah. It's a good show, too. I've never seen it. I enjoyed it. So I can, I can enjoy that one guilt-free. <laughs> uh, Jason Isbell is 45. The Great. Do you know him? Not personally. Okay. Doesn't Corby know him? Or no? Yeah, I mean, he's definitely met him a few times. I went to go see him when uh, we were at the Super Bowl. Okay, I thought he kind of knew him. Maybe he doesn't. He's a great dude. Documentary about him. Uh, worth your time. Rehab. Big boy. <laughs> also 49. an absolute legend. I peed my pants one time when he was rapping. Because of the rapping or? The ecstasy. Mm. Yeah. It was uh, at Hangout on the beach. <laughs> Outcast, Dan. Does that? Oh, I know who he is. Does that? Uh, is that part of the ecstasy experience? Man, I just did not have control of myself. Apparently. Yeah. And I said to uh, our good friend, Mike Soroy, <clears throat> who we hope will join us on the Super Bowl stream. I was like, bro, I got to go to the bathroom. But there's like a thousand people behind us. And he's like, you're not going to get to that bathroom in the next 10 minutes. And I was like, so you're like right. hey, whatever. Yeah. And then it just dries on you. It's. Uh, I think I went back and changed. Okay. Yeah. I just let it fly. Also, another note about that. It was about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, none of this is like a good advertisement. Hey, this is Jake for ecstasy. I mean, I had a Just great... Just make sure you bring a change of clothes. I had a fantastic day. But at that point, I was just like, look, this the gallery's like, yeah, this is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you did ecstasy. Yeah, I did. It's probably like going to be a good day. Yeah. Uh, Michael C. Hall, 53. The great Dexter. Is that Dexter? Yeah. How was the reboot? I'm with you on that one, Blake. It was fine. It was a good season until the very end, which really, really, really bummed me out. Mm. He came out? Uh, no. In a, well, <clears throat> I shouldn't say that. I, I should. I don't think it's worth your time. But I, as a Dexter fan, I, I really enjoyed it. Go ahead and spoil it. I'm not going to do it. Well, you know, the whole show is just like Dexter always gets away with it. Like, yeah. that's kind of how the season builds is like, oh, Dexter's in trouble. Then somehow he gets away he with it. He wiggles his way out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, at the end, <clears throat> the last season, he discovers uh, or like rediscovers his son. Like his son finds him because he's in like Alaska or something. The kid that he had with uh, Rita. Yeah, of course. The baby that was left in the blood after the Trinity <laughs> killer. Okay. I know a lot about Dexter. Okay. Okay, the baby was just like just he like was he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 
then he he gets sent off and lives with Rita's parents. And so in this final season, the son finds Dexter and they reunite. And he sees that he has a lot of his qualities in him. He like kills an animal or something. And so Dexter boring story I've ever heard. Dexter in my life. starts to train him to be Dexter, kind of in a way. Yeah. And so they then they meet this other killer. Anyway, at Rocky the, at, montage. They're at the very end, at the very end, down. yeah. The son discovers like what Dexter is like truly, and the son kills him. Kills Dexter. Yeah. Okay. And the whole point of the that's, show that that's a comes around full circle is perfect. Yeah, I You're get supposed it. To kill but Dexter people. always gets away with it, and at the very end, like his own son is the one that eventually takes down Dexter. I, feel I like don't know anything about this show, but that sounds awesome. The way you just that's described terrible. it sounds great. No, it's not great. Dexter just dies alone in a forest after his son shoots him. That's to- that's horrible. Because, that's a terrible death for Dexter. But it came around. That's what Dexter did. He killed people that were bad. And I don't know. I just I learned it from you, <clears throat> Dad. Yeah, they dressed that's it up. That's why I've said, I, and I didn't like spoiler it alert if you don't want to hear this, that's why I've always a said. late. We're deep into it. No, no, no. On the, the next thing I'm going to say is The oh. Shield. I always, I've always thought that the reason that that is the best television show I've ever watched is because they tie the whole thing up from episode one to the last episode. Yes. Like they plant something in the first episode and 80 episodes later, they finally pay it off. That, you know. Now, they, generally they though, you say when it comes to the shield and then you say spoiler alert, like you don't go, hey, spoiler alert, as if it would be anything people could talk about. Yeah, you're probably right. But still, I said spoiler, so f off. Did you do the shield? No, you would See, love it. You would love it. Yeah, you have to watch it. Let's take t- this. Full what circle. about me makes you think I would like it? I don't know. You're a cool guy. Yeah, you're awesome. <laughs> it's an awesome you show. Just awesome mock people. the books I read. You mock Dexter, and then all of a sudden, well, dude, I'm, you'd love this show. It's it's it's. I like your Jake imitation. <laughs> it's better than my Dwayne Carroll, eh? Paulie Shore is 56. <laughs> you saw Did, him. Didn't we just do this? Well, we talked Paulie Shore, but I don't remember why. It wasn't because it was his birthday. Hmm. Uh, it was after... A weasel. A weasel. Yeah, he's doing what the Richard Simmons reboot. But Jake was, was, Jake was talking about uh, him seeing the Cumbtown guy. Then you said, oh, I once saw Paulie Shore. Oh, it's Doing because taking he did, notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he did a show off Reading of notes. Reading off notes. There you then, go. So he's, what, 56 today? That's still young for Paulie Shore. <laughs> That's just how old he is. <laughs> well, Blake thought he was like seventy. I mean, he was doing movies in the early nineties. I just thought he'd be in his sixties. That's weird, not that weird long point. ago. Yeah. Am I bogging weird down? Point. Should I? Yes. We, continue, Dan. Can we go? Dominic has to go. <laughs> Born on this day, not alive anymore. Frederick Douglass. Debates. Uh, I don't know what that means. Lincoln Douglas? My the only one who's heard I didn't, of the most famous series of debates that have ever occurred? I don't uh I don't know. Do you know? No. Well, I'm not just gonna look at the only black guy here. <laughs> I read uh <laughs> I read the Frederick Douglass book. It's great. <laughs> You've never heard of the Lincoln Douglas debates? <laughs> No, uh, fill us in there, Dominic. It happened. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like back in those days, pretty easy to pick a winner. (laughs) No, I mean, that was was like a famous thing, dude. Like, 
Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Doug- Douglass debated like half a dozen times or something. And it was like a healing moment for the nation. Mm. It's thought of as like one of the high points of discourse and you know what? Whatever. Um, really, I'm interested. I need to it know. It really brought the nation together uh, at a time like that. Like Ted Lasso. Yeah. 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 I mean, they, surely they wouldn't fight in a war, you know, around that time or anything. And that's when they did agree that, hey, the 40 acres uh, per man thing. Yeah, let's do that. Very fair. How yeah. about a mule? As long as, uh, as, long as you stay alive, we're going to do this. <laughs> Got it. Uh, Wait, I'm hundred. I'm a hundred percent wrong. <laughs> Golly, <laughs> were you gonna, not going to say anything? What is it? So okay. what was it? It's it's Douglas, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, so Lincoln's debating a black man in in the age of slavery. <laughs> okay. Is this? Our, <laughs> Don't is just it? yell "slave." <laughs> who was it? Now, who is the Douglas? Stephen Douglas. Oh, from my three sons. No. <laughs> you this, must be just but pretending. Abraham that. Lincoln no and Frederick you know Douglas were like very close. This is our lowest. I do moment. know that. No, it's not. It is. This is the worst moment we've ever. Yeah, had. but you thought. I thought they debated that there are public debates between a white man and a black man. Frederick in Douglas. Frederick Douglas was like. A public intellectual. He was yes, not, I know. Okay, so I'm just saying, like, I've it read, was not impossible that he could have been in, involved in a debate. He was friends with Abraham Lincoln. We had Liz Brunig on, and for like a little bit, we did a respectable a little show. bit of legitimacy. We were okay for a little bit. <laughs> so he debated someone named Douglas, but it wasn't about Stephen. Yeah, from whatever. Am I wrong that Frederick Douglass and Abraham got, we Lincoln were friends? On. Just keep you, going. You have to read the next birthday. Robert Tractor Trailer. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Dan. No All longer right. alive. But yes. Uh, he won that trade. <laughs> so this isn't the anniversary of that. Yes, Stephen Douglas, definitely white. Thank you, Gary. Right. I appreciate that. <laughs> that is, uh... <laughs> they were probably, the debate was, you know, how, to, how long to extend, sla- like, we should have more slavery. And uh, Lincoln just wanted a little more, and Stephen Douglas. After their second meeting, Frederick Douglass became a respected advisor uh, to Lincoln. I mean, was Tractor Trailer like a good player? <clears throat> he was in college. Yeah. And, of course, uh, Donnie Nelson came in studio with us. Donnie Nelson, who traded Tractor Trailer for Dirk. Yeah. I believe day. it was like the body wasn't even cold. It was that morning, yeah. He had uh, died. And I asked him if he won the trade. <laughs> and Dirk was in what year, fourteen to twelve? Like, yeah, you know, just coming off an MVP season. Yeah, and he did. And uh, the best part about that is, Donnie Nelson laughed at that. Yeah, well, he, <laughs> Donnie Nelson's a gr- to me a great dude. <laughs> Never did anything untoward towards me. Uh, and On the 11th anniversary of Lincoln's death in 1876, oh Douglas delivered a speech at the dedication of the Freedmen's Monument in Washington. Also born on this day now, Dad. All right. 
I'm out of here. Wait. <laughs> this, this is the worst episode I've ever I, yeah. been a part of. Are you really out? Because we're almost to, done. I need to distance myself. <laughs> hey, um, I need you guys text me. I need a bluey, uh, a couple of blueys to, to watch. Well, we, we tried to watch just it got and some I new episodes. I haven't picked up. I haven't picked up any good ones. Um, I've watched like a couple. You don't like but them? I need you guys to send, send me some. I just ha- they've just been okay. I'm I'm waiting for like you guys have talked about some heat coming from Bluey. Uh, my favorite need, episode like, of all re- time. I need some Rex. I need some Bluey Rex. Dance mode recommendations. Where are you? Would dance. you Would you agree, Blake? Yeah, dance mode's in, good. Dance mode. I'm in incredible. Hawaii. I'm on I'm on the porch. What is it getting windy? What island? No. Uh, Maui. Okay. Oprah. Never been there. Is that where Oprah is? Is that where she caused the fire and <laughs> burned down the whole? The, yeah, all the property. Up all the property. Yeah, yeah. They, I think we're right across from an island that she like owns a part of or something like that. I know I heard her name. I've been to Kauai. Cool. Don't so. do it, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really I know have you're any. thinking. What I did. Uh, the interesting. If you want an interesting uh, Kauai fact, you know exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, forced his way out of San Antonio. That's that's quality. Yeah, quality sports comedy. Is it? It's going to get us right up that Apple chart. <laughs> That'll get us no. past uh, the low post. No, I think we're moving down after today. Oh, we are. <laughs> oh no, Michael drove all the way up here. We're available on Apple <laughs> yeah. Podcasts now, uh, Dominic. At their second meeting. Oh, I love 19, that. Eighteen sixty-four. I love that. But um, wait, what was I talking about? Oh, Kawhi. If it, since just me being there is not actually interesting, mm-hmm. but when I was there, when you're eating at a uh, restaurant, as people will eat at restaurants like out on the the patio or something, there's always chickens walking around, and of course, uh, you know, being the investigative journalist I am, I'm saying, hey man, what's the deal with all these chickens walking around? And they told us it is because of uh, oh the hurricane that happened a few years ago. I guess there was a lot of chickens on one of the islands, and the hurricane displaced them, and now there's just chickens all over the place. Because then, uh, chickens, much like rabbits, just will uh, do have, it. have relations all yeah. the time, and then make more chickens. Interesting. It's like all them eggs. You know, they would become chickens if you weren't eating them. That's a great point. Yeah, it's a great point. So watch out for the chickens, there, Dominic. Have you ever been to a place uh, like another country? It might have been like this when you were in Mexico that had uh, like free-range monkeys. No. It's wild. I would love that. <laughs> I mean, they're like in Costa Rica, they're like squirrels. I think I would love but I've You've also heard yeah, they they'll just take like, your stuff. And... They definitely will. They yeah. definitely will. And they're small. It's one of those you know, things that like a, sounds cool until you got a monkey in yeah. your yard. <laughs> it's not like a, like a threatening primate, but... They are like everywhere, and they just kind of run around, come up and beg for food. Yeah, I feel like I'd like to be in that world somewhere. I don't have a clue what that means. <laughs> just the whole, you know. <laughs> I think we I, all, I don't even. I can't even begin to. <laughs> I think we all know what I mean. Like. Will you save this thing? Bring this thing back up. All right, just a couple more birthdays. Born on this day, now dead, Wade Wilson, former Cowboy quarterback. Yeah, quarterback's coach as well. Died on this day, still dead, Wade Wilson. 
he closed the oh, loop, huh? How about that? That's you ever oh, heard of anything like that? That's always been my dream. It'd the, be kind of cool to know you don't know what year. But it's going to be that day. But it's going to be on your birthday, because that means you could kind of ball out after your birthday. If sure. you make it past I your birthday. It. Yeah, for sure. You're like on a flight, and somebody's like nervous. Oh, I think this flight... Don't worry. It's not going to crash. It's not going to crash. I've already cleared <laughs> I'm my I'm on it. Yeah, like LeBron. Yeah. Boy, that'd be great. Can you work that out somehow? How do you get... How can we get to Well, know? I'm not God. Oh. Also died on this day uh, in 1988, Heather O'Rourke. She was the uh, the kid in Poltergeist. You've never seen that. Not a chance. That I think I've seen a documentary about she got that taken movie. into the TV. Yeah, like there's a Poltergeist curse. Curse. Yeah, there was like yeah. four or five different people that had like really really messed up stuff happen to them that were in that movie. And died on this day in 2020, Dustin Diamond. Oh, screech. Jake. <laughs> Don't put that on me. Screech from Saved by the Bell. You love guys in porn. Um, was he in porn? I think as a last desperate Hail Mary, he did do a little a little porno. Mm. Yeah. Also stabbed a guy in Wisconsin. Was today what? In history. Yeah, look it up. Okay. <laughs> the whole Slenderman thing? No, I don't think it was <laughs> I don't think it was Slenderman related, but it was Wisconsin though. It was. Yeah. So, uh, Dominic, do you have any closing remarks for our road trip here to beautiful Oklahoma? Uh, make sure you hit, make sure you hit Capircy's and get you a burger. Extra, is, like, is that extra, like the one place in this town? There doesn't seem to be a lot here. One place. Is there a town? No, there's one place. It's called Pierce's, but Deuce used to call it Capircy's when he was little. Okay. So we call it Capircy's, and uh, and their burger. It's not good if you're trying to, you know, keep it on the healthy, healthy road. But it's the taste is delicious. Um, when are, burger. when are we entering the portal? <laughs> uh, it, it, every day, <laughs> we're just in and out of the portal. That's just all we're doing now in college football. It's success, mess. success is least not owned, and rent is due every day. I freaking hate it. It's <laughs> terrible. You hate the portal? I do. Hate all of it. Do you think that they I'm should an old have? Man. Yeah, but what about some kind of a? I would think a. Uh, you sign them to an actual contract, and you yeah, have, they, they got to clean it up. Like, yeah, but they, I feel like if if they did that thing. with all the players and you had to honor the contract, then I would I would think any coach that signed a contract also has to honor this. If you sign a three year deal. You're getting paid for three years for sure, and you have to work for three. If you get fired, you can go somewhere else, and we have to pay you still. But like everybody has to honor their contract. Wouldn't it all be solved that way? And now you sign a four-year deal with USC or whatever. Okay, honor your contract. Yeah. Um, I suppose. Yeah, it, it would never. It will never all be solved. But whatever it is right now needs to be cleaned up badly. It's an absolute mess. I mean, we knew so it was coming we got, we got in a way yeah. that... Yeah. That's how it usually goes, though. If they are going to continue to try to push the responsibility of paying these players to other people, it's going to... This is how it gets out of control. I mean, you wanted the, you wanted to not pay players, and this is what you get. Yeah. You Wild get West. bidding yeah. wars <laughs> everywhere. So this is what the NCAA kind of wanted. 
They just yeah. wanted to not be responsible for, for giving any money to someone. Yeah, every anyway. single player on the UW offense is gone. Like, their whole offense will be a completely different team this year. Yeah, and I mean... 11 starters. But 11 again, starters their coach would have to honor his contract. And yeah. One, and not one player is, is returning. Just it's just ridiculous. look at Alabama's decommits. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've... It's, it's a little bit different because he resigned. You know, it wasn't like he left for another job. But they've lost like eight guys in their recruiting class already. This has been some great sports talk. That's why we have Dominic on. <laughs> oh, was that your closing remarks? Yeah, that was it. I love you guys. <laughs> Sorry about the whole Stephen Glad Frederick Douglass thing. Glad White, black, I don't know. I mixed it up. Glad you made it out out to the ranch. Go see some cows and go get you a burger at Capircy's. When are you uh, back in the area? Uh, we'll be there for the um, the baseball tournament here in like a week or a month. Sorry, like next month we're get, well, we'll be at the den. Deuce and I will be at the den. Let's let's what do we do? Forward tease that or backwards tease or some sort of <laughs> that's going to be forward. Yep, we're going to tease. Gonna yep. we're going to forward tease. Deuce and I in the den. Kip and Bodie, no holds bar. Two minutes straight sports. We're going deep into sports. We're going to solve solve all the issues in sports. <laughs> That sounds great. <laughs> All right, man. Tune in. See you, man. All right, thanks. All right, That's the great Dominic Robinson. And thanks to uh, to our uh, any closing remarks from our hosts. Okay. You're pretty thoroughly disappointed with this experience. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Adios, mofo. No puppet. No puppet, no motherfucking puppet You're the puppet You're the puppet No puppet, no puppet No motherfucking puppet You're the puppet You're the puppet Alright, 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 alright